Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by NastraVision. That's N-H-S-T-R-A-Vision.com. Catch all the local racing from Monadnock, Lee, Claremont, and Hudson. That's NastraVision.com. Get $10 off NastraVision All Access with promo code BFP. Do you like playing with toy cars and telling your significant other that they're collectibles? Do you enjoy badass memorabilia of grown-ass men who are more successful than you? Well, today's episode is also brought to you by Circle B Diecast for all of your diecast needs and merchandise. And be sure to use promo code BFP123 for $5 off purchases over $30. Do you enjoy our dumb show? Want to support us even more? Become a friend of the program today for just $4.69. Nice. Nice. You can become a Patreon pal, patreon.com slash black flag podcast. Some perks to being a pal include access to a monthly bonus episode, ask us any question for our weekly Patreon question segment, discounts on all of our merchandise, access to exclusive giveaways, or just giving us a friendly tip to help us afford our endeavors that we tell about you every week. Once again, that's just $4.69 a month, patreon.com slash black flag podcast. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pool here, so. Maggie forgets <laughs> that if they changed the rules and took the champions provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh, Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we actually out we beat him so it's all good uh, oh god uh all right boys and girls this is gonna be episode 234 of the black flag podcast uh as always i am charlie sanborn across from me is bradley sauce here next to us is bobby timmons it's a late one boys it is post oxford 250 uh it is the monday it is august 28th and uh I think we've got quite a bit of shit to talk about. Um, I feel like we were there for 148 days. Yeah. Yeah. We, we ended up bringing the RV literally last Sunday. Uh, had it all set up, ready to rip. And then I took Thursday, Friday, and today off. So Thursday, Friday, Monday. And we went up relatively early Thursday. And I felt as though those three nights and four days or whatever was the longest month of my life um for sure this doesn't come to a surprise to anyone that is familiar with our program but we've said it time and time and time again rainouts bad bad for the the liver liver. bad for the liver bob yeah brad what time do we start drinking on friday um well let's see so they they were supposed to call it at nine and then they it was 9 30 and then it was 11 and it was 11 30 so i think that it was 30 yeah i think it was i think it was uh, right in the middle of those two windows (sighs) But uh, great day on Friday, uh, Brad and I and some other pals. We went and we did some grocery shopping. We got some lunch. We went to the casino. Uh, ended the night by being a backup vocalist at a, for a band with a really hot lead singer, and then it was Saturday morning, just like that. Yeah. <laughs> and you know yeah. what happened Saturday morning, Bob? Race day. Gates opened at six thirty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guess who was the last one to help his race team Saturday morning? <laughs> This guy, oh, team fuck. already had the everything unloaded and ready to go when I showed up Friday. Friday night, so obviously uh, it, that was just a little teaser. We'll yeah. we'll we'll go over the L- course little of bit the different whole on our, on my end of the camp. There, uh, you know, we have the baby this year, so a uh, little bit different yeah, than can't years bring, past. Can't bring him to the casino. No, shouldn't <laughs> anyway. Uh, but no, uh, we yeah. we had the baby this year, so we were 
kind of in our own little program on the other side of the parking lot there. I did miss you boys. I, I saw some some cool shit that you guys were doing, but uh it wasn't that cool. I <laughs> um uh I, I would have been, I you, been felt, you felt a lot better than we did this I, weekend. Well, Bob, see, that's the thing. I didn't. <laughs> uh, um the when you have the full anticipation, literally a year in advance, knowing that you are going to just be balls to the wall Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then you get everything set up. You get there. You have your whole crew, your whole family. Everybody's ready to rip. And then you just have a free day. That's when shit gets, that's when it goes sour real quick, right? Well, Friday for us, we ended up going to, uh, you know me. Bradley, uh, I, I like a nice flea market from time to time, right? Of course, Teakin. I, I like to go Teakin, right? Uh, well, w- we went to, we went to the Willows, and you had uh, you had a friend of the program Mason with you. We so did had to take Mason, him on an adventure. Mason and Mason and I, uh, we were at the hip all weekend, basically, other than when he was working for Weeder. But uh, he he flew in, picked him up at the airport. Uh, that boy's a time. Did you uh, make sure that the lift gate was down before you drove away with his luggage? I did <laughs> make sure to double check that I lost all of his gear before I dropped him back off. You had to keep airport, up with Brad and I and also <laughs> fuck him over say, with his luggage. I was going to say, if you found his luggage in a Wawa parking lot, you are significantly <laughs> further south than here. Uh, yeah, so we, we ended up picking him up and uh, he, he was with you guys actually Friday, which I was like, you know what, dude, that's fair enough. Like, we, we kind of got our own thing going on right now. Like, enjoy it. Like, this is a big weekend. Like, there's a ton of stuff to do right now. Just make the best of it. Go enjoy it. And it sounds like you did for sure. But uh, we uh, we ended up going bowling. And uh, when when I typically think of bowling, I think of the standard. You know, you pick a ball up, you fire your three fingers in it, you rifle it three lanes over, and you get a strike. Right? And who's then ball? who's ball? <laughs> <laughs> you get it. Lucky. <laughs> You get the crazy Anna like animations when you get a strike. Uh, yeah, right. Like a just a just a, <laughs> like a bowling ball shaped airplane flying into a twin tower, and then it says strike. <laughs> Spot on, Bob. Uh, well, so uh, that's not what they play at spare time. I thought it was. Everyone was like, "Let's, let's just go saw on TikTok. Let's go bowling." They open at two o'clock. Shout out Jeff Champagne. Mind you, two o'clock was also about twelve beers later from when we all woke up Wad. and realized we had a free day. Well, we end up at this bowling alley. Now, mind you, Oxford, just generally speaking, Oxford County, not the racetrack, for fuck's sake, not the racetrack, the the Cumberland County in general, the town of Oxford, it's like literally stepping back in time, like 40 years probably. Well, we ended up at a a candle pin bowling alley. Fuck yeah. Straight out of like literally the 50s. And I'm I'm talking like you know like where they have like the screen and shit with your names and like whatever. No, no, this was like an overhead projector from where you sit that also had an ashtray built into the the fucking the table that you were writing <laughs> of on. Of course, <laughs> and, as one does. And I go to buy a pitcher of beer, as one does, right? And I was like, the guy opens four bottles and dumps them into a pitcher <laughs> to, the, to the point where I literally had to like double check. Like, do you guys accept? It's just like a card. Like, like, is this an acceptable form of payment? It's like just an egregiously old logoed beer. It's just like that's also been there since like the 1970s. Yeah, (laughs) it's the Coors Light from like when Sterling Marlin raced NASCAR. (laughs) If your aluminum beer cans are rusted, they've been there too long (laughs) because aluminum doesn't really do that. You know what I mean? So, so anyway, I go up there. I'm like, do you? Like you have to literally like if you walked in there, you got like, oh my god, like is Elvis here? Like is straight mm. out of like the fucking fifties, right? Yeah. And I go up there and I go to I go to get a pitcher of beer and she, it was like four dollars. 
which I thought was an, a bargain, right? Mm. And I was like, do you accept card? Because I didn't have any, I'd never have cash on me. And she's like, yeah, that's fine, but I, I just got to start a tab real quick. So I go to hand her my card. She's like, no, you, I don't need it yet. I was like, what? I said, that's, that seems like a really good way to get scam yourself out of a lot she of money. She just has a seen. sticky note. <laughs> Bradley, <laughs> she she took a notepad out and she's like, "What's the name on it?" This is the same shit that happened to Brad and I when we went to the glory hole in Wiscasset. Mm. Did she take a pen? No. Did she take a marker? No. She took a lead number two pencil. Nice and- Ticonderoga. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, those are great. The yeah, nice eraser on the end. Ticonderoga. Oh, incredible. What a pull. Yeah. Tycon. Fucking good for you, Bob. Still buy them at work. I use pencils all the time. So she goes to she goes to write my name down and just is like, all right, don't worry about it. I'm like, <laughs> so I mean it's free? Like what I don't understand what's happening here. Very much forgot about it uh when we were leaving because we all left like a whole fleet of us of like 30. I don't know who paid for bowling. I don't know who paid for any of the food. I don't <laughs> know who paid for any of the beer. Uh, but we ended up leaving. Uh, so you are gonna get arrested. Whatever bowling show. alley that is, uh, the first one. Whatever the Knoxford this weekend. The, mm. Whatever the name of it is, yeah. I would love to call them and just pay for my fucking pitcher of beer from three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's probably seventy five cents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mail us like, a check. I'll mail you a quarter. <laughs> 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 um, but no, we had we had a time there, and then we went to the old Willows, uh, the three story barn flea market, uh, as one does, right. And uh, we had Brandon Lazat, we had the whole uh, Walker crew, and Lindsay and myself. And uh, last year when we went to Oxford, we went to the Willows. I had never been before. Now, when you're a Teakin fella, or you like a flea market of a collective, a bunch of old men and women saying, just come buy our shit, you, you, you look for the NASCAR or racing honey holes, right? And Willows actually has a lot of Beechridge shit. So remember like the Megabucks, like Victory Lane sign? Mm. That's there for sale if you want it. I don't want it, but somebody can buy it. But anyway, I found this truck. It was like a Jack Hodden shield, you know, like a, a hauler, right? Yeah. So find it. Beautiful. Yellow. Pennzoil stuff comes with a nice little 164 sprint car in it, too. I'm like, that's fucking sick. At the time, I didn't have the money for it. Went back literally a year later. Had not moved from the same spot <laughs> that it was in a year ago. Uh, Scarf that right up. A in lot addition. of Jack Hodgeschild fans <laughs> in Oxford County. In huh? addition to a nice uh, $2 uh, NASCAR Winston Cup Dover International Speedway uh, koozie. Like mm. uh, one of them rubber mm-hmm. fucking old yep. school ones. Had to have it. Yeah. Left that place spending like eight bucks and half as a clam. <laughs> <laughs> you got in between fucking bowling and teakin bowling and dollars and change you had yourself an afternoon straight out of 1991 (laughs) that is correct bob that is great and i had a time Mm. uh it was it was incredible uh and then we ended up going back to the uh, we had like a u-shaped uh like compound set up we had us in the middle we had matt and ashley and then the whole walker clan right so um those that don't know the walker they love they love a like a, a table game of whatever so you ever played spoons oh yeah that gets fucking aggressive. <laughs> Absolutely, like does. like real aggressive, real and really quick. Um, you have to use plastic spoons because metal spoons legitimately injure people. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was bleeding by the end of the night. Um, I might have hip checked uh, my baby's mother at one point because tell us to your girlfriend. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're separated. No, uh, no, 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 no. Um, but my my theory was uh if i lay my entire body on top of the table on all of the spoons and i just get one win at all costs then it doesn't matter like i 
I don't care about the rest of them. Mm. That fucking table went to the moon at one point. I think somebody got a spoon to a hip or a knee or something. Uh, but no, that was a good time. Well, uh, that was that was our Friday. A lot of card games, a lot of a lot of drinking, a lot of yippa too. Yep. Uh, <laughs> a lot of brain was was there. Lot. We did uh, we did have a lot of yippa. We had a, uh, we how because awesome. we also had a lot of yippa. I don't know. I don't know. He was camping quite a bit Thursday. There. So mm. I went to the kickoff party on Thursday. Should have a little. Oh bit yeah. Late. Also did that too. Forgot. No, that was packed. That was awesome. Good to see a lot of people there. Band was out on the racetrack. Uh, a lot of socializing. <clears throat> Ended up uh, on the backstretch camping lot with uh, the Pastores and the Renos. Um, shout out to the 13-year-old we talked about a couple shows ago who loves our <laughs> show. He gave me at least 85 fucking jello shots on Thursday mm. night, which was a problem. The 13-year-old. Uh, yeah, Reed Reno. Allegedly. Kid's a gangster. Uh, <laughs> cops came, hadn't made their way back there yet for ID check. He yeah, came over. He was, well, he wasn't drinking the jello shots, but he was just uh, taking the wall, the ones that his mom and dad had made, uh, which I'm pretty sure his mom was like, you're going to talk about this on the show. I was like, ah, oh, fuck no, I won't do that. Uh, <laughs> Good news is we are like six minutes in and we're already talking. I did <laughs> <laughs> did just do a quick glance over to the left to make sure that we were in fact recording. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, those guys were a good time. Had a blast. Reed came over and bought a shirt from me on Sunday, and I just threw it at him. <laughs> You're responsible for why I feel like shit. Uh, um, it, had, it is weird, like the transition that we've gone through of like we used to be the 13 year olds getting influenced by older people, and now we are the older people influencing 13 year olds. Mm. Uh, I don't like the way you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> Means that you're the oldest one here, Bob. Uh, oh, well, By a significant mark. out. Um, so I don't remember going to bed Thursday, which is cool. Uh, 85 jealous shots will do that to you. Uh, so Friday, like I said, uh, we got up. <clears throat> Brad and um, I think you guys were there uh, when I got back from the camper? No. Uh, yeah, I don't. I remember you coming into the camper, but so so I went to Nickelback on Thursday, and uh, I missed the kickoff party. Unbe- unbelievable show, um, Nickelback, Brantley Gilbert. I think there was this Josh Ross fellow I'd never heard of, but was also unreal. Um, yeah, I got back, and and Bob was MIA, and I was already hungover because I drank so much on the way up to Nickelback, and you know I I paid for my dad's ticket so that he could be the DD, so I had a body armor sport water that was just filled with high noon. And then I spent like $48 on Coors Lights at the concert. So you, I got, get back. so you got three Coors Lights at the concert? Exactly, yeah. Uh, and I get back and fucking Bob, I was like, yeah, like, you know, we're, we're just like, I think they're like, we're going to be there in like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. He's like, all right, I'll fill the generator up like when I get back. And so I thought he'd be back when we got there, but yeah. uh, no. <laughs> No. no shot. Yeah, I got I got there and uh, no, apparently you were doing shots. Um, oh yeah, a lot of but, shots. Uh, <laughs> 85 of them. Yeah, no, we were... Uh, so we get there and obviously I want to enjoy the, the party. I want to, you know, see the atmosphere. Obviously we were there before one. So I was like, oh, we'll, we'll be up for another four hours, whatever. And so I fucking grab a beer out of the cooler and uh, I'm standing there and, and I'm like, you know, like all my friends are either not are coming like Friday or obviously you were off and, and you were off in, in different locations. So I'm standing with Dolly just having a beer or whatever. And she, we're looking over and she's like, who do we know over there? And I was just like, oh, there's a couple guys. Like we saw Dan Collins went over, said hi to Dan, whatever. And um, so we're just chilling by the fire. And then I just started feeling like absolute ass because I was like actually already hung over from not drinking on the whole ride back home. Um, obviously cause I had to drive to Oxford, but I, uh, just felt like ass and just was like, all right, packing it in like two o'clock. And it sounds like that was a really good decision. Um, <coughs> and, uh, Bob, I think you, you came back like half hour, maybe I heard, an hour later. I, think. I do remember getting Snapchats of a heavy police presence and, uh, the old hot at, which, yeah. uh, for those that don't know is Brad's little, little camper slash his house. Yeah. <laughs> um, the hot at was in the background of all these, uh, uh, 
Snapchats of heavy police presence, and I'm like, that's not me this time. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened. Kind of know what happened. I don't know what happened. So um, hopefully uh, no one was injured or killed by the police or by civilians. Yeah, there was a so there was a period of time, obviously during the concert, where I didn't have any cell phone service. So I get out in the car, we're going down the highway, and I get a video from our good pal Christian, and it was of um, in a police presence. And I was like, wait, I think that's my camper in the background. And I was fuck, just like, well, oh, what did fucking, Bobby do? Bobby's already arrested, and we're not even there yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't I come over the next day and like kind of tell you what happened, and you were already there but didn't know what happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I had actually, no fucking idea. As of Friday morning, I legitimately had no idea what happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Brad was like, yeah, that happened like right here. I had pointed out like to the corner of the fucking I compound had you had. At least three or four people were like, oh, we just thought you got arrested last night. The cops were at your camper. And I'm like, what? what? It fucking happened one time. To be fair, <laughs> at a different racetrack. Like, fuck. Why? why <laughs> to is be fair, me? that would be a good location to at least start. Yeah. <laughs> well, anytime yeah. we're involved, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So Friday, um, we, we woke up. We went to grocery shopping. Um, Reagan bought a bunch of Oreos and high C juice boxes. That was very yeah. interesting purchases. Yeah. Which the last fucking weird and, move that is. Yeah, and ice cream sandwiches. I don't know if you just said that, but uh, uh, no, but he did get yeah. those too. Yeah, and uh, you know, naturally, when Reagan dropped me off back at Oxford Reggie. after uh, golfing today, he was just like, "I think I got to start eating healthier." And I was you're just kidding. like, "What? <laughs> what makes you think yeah, that you're <laughs> you grocery shop like an eight year old? You wash down your Oreos with fruit juice, <laughs> artificially flavored yeah. fruit juice, sugar juice. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and then we decided there was this there's this crunchy little place uh, called the Oxbow Pub or Beer Garden or something. Heard that place is good. Oh, it's like great. a little old farm, and it was sick. Uh, was it Old McDonald's farm? No, E I E I O. They're a little, they're like wood fire pizza and shit and they don't have servers. So like you just, it's self-serve. You just find a place. Uh, we were in the, Do you rap- just get the fire shit in the oven or what? Well, no, like they, <laughs> they, they, they cook fastball the, and doughs into the they, fucking bricks they cook or what? The pizza for you and they pour the beer for you. You just have to walk up to like the bar to do it. Um, so we huh. found a nice table up in the rafters of this barn with uh, Eddie McDonald's crew was next to us, uh, had ourselves some nice wood fired pizza and some beers. Uh, there was 15 beers on tap. Brad, uh, how many had we ever heard of before? Uh, uh, that'd be zero, Bob. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so uh, we, I just picked the one with the coolest name. It was like the main ranger lager or something. I don't fucking know what it was. It was delicious. And then whatever one you got, you're like, no, this one's even better. So I was like, yeah, I, I actually want one of those now. Yeah. yeah cool little like- place. Uh, it sucked that it was shitty weather outside because they have a really cool like outdoor setup to just chill out and yeah, eat you, and drink. You, when you go to the racetrack, you drive right by it. It yeah. looks sick every time. I, yeah. just, I haven't had the opportunity yet. No, it's definitely sick. Just go on a day where it's not 45 degrees and raining. Mm-hmm. Uh, so naturally, keeping on the uh, the Oxford County tour, we've got to go to the casino, right? Well, like, as one fuck. does. Um, Can't bring a baby in there. Yeah, we barely got Cam in. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that was fun. Was it a skin collar? Uh, well, because no. he's white. He's very white. <laughs> uh, Inside joke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you win any money? I know I won. I won a little bit of money. I think I won like 150 bucks. Yeah, I, I didn't have any cash on me, and I had already spent an egregious amount, Like, and it was Friday, and uh, I hadn't gotten a pit pass, I don't think. So I was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, just Amanda owed me 40 bucks for something, and I was like, oh, can, you, can I just have that 40 bucks? Like, I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to I'm gonna try to, you know, double my money over at roulette, put 40 on black, and then just fuck off. And so naturally, I put 40 on black, uh, it hit. And then I gambled a little bit more, and then I was up like thirty five dollars, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm done. I'm just, I'll call, I'll call it quits on this one." Went over to the bar. That's not like you. Well, no, 
No, it's not. Responsible. Um, yeah. yeah. I, Good for you. I've never made <clears throat> been into the Oxford Casino and made it out with any sort of money left to my name. So every I'm time like, I'm just going to try to double my money and just Anytime I've been to the Oxford Casino, the person next to me wins a lot of money. So <laughs> yeah. uh, if, you, if you're looking to uh, be rich, just sit next to me at a casino at Oxford. We left there and went back to the racetrack. Uh, Rusty's crew, they, uh, they normally do like a big lobster bake annually every year martin ramsey and his dad they have a lobster boat so um, they put on a huge lobster bake and earlier in the day we had gone when we went grocery shopping i was like we should buy a lobster and go set it free in the giant puddles <laughs> at oxford plain speedway um and which we did not do but brad when we get to the lobster bake brad's like let's go stage a photo like we did do that so uh craig had dumped a bunch of lobster pots into the or a bunch of lobsters into the pot and i snagged one it's like we'll, we'll be right back <laughs> and, and uh, brad took a picture of me and mason acting like we pulled it out of the giant puddle in the parking lot <laughs> yeah. what would you say the quote was oh these puddles are deep yeah. here <laughs> yeah and uh, we're walking back to the camper and i'm just like petting it between its like fucking antennas and its eyeballs <laughs> and it's just looking at me and i'm like buddy you probably deserve better than what's about to happen to you. <laughs> and i proceeded to fire him into a pot of scalding hot water so where his life immediately came to an end contrary uh, to popular belief they don't scream if, at least yeah. it, at least he scratched behind his ear before it went out <laughs> give, give him one more little uh pat on the tail did yeah. you play fetch with it or anything no no he was pinching no. though he was cl- fucking click clacking <laughs> now i see why they put rubber bands on you assholes <laughs> he was not having a good time and he had an even worse time when i broke him in half and ate him after he was dead but mm. <laughs> yeah, fair yeah. Enough. Yeah, yeah i do i do think that he in fact had a bad time during that, that whole situation but i can't imagine being boiled from your entire body head to toes. Hey, we don't know. None of us have ever died. It could be great. (laughs) Sometimes being alive isn't great. I almost, I almost did. (laughs) I almost did that last night on accident. I don't know if you were there for that, Bob. Yeah. Oh yes, I I was. How was your eyebrows doing? Not good. Not good. So like, we're just going to face is a little bit redder than normal. I do now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and my underneath eyelashes are literally severed off my face. And it like, is so bad that like when I blink, my, my eye, my like, eyelids like kind of stick together now Bradley. and i don't necessarily know why Bradley. that is still happening Bradley. i know why it did happen, Bradley. but what, yeah. what happened you um, can't so, uh, let propane pool up <laughs> in an area give me one good reason <laughs> and then ignite it yeah they, they typically fuck <laughs> it like awesome like in the last like two weeks they Wait, literally you made another bomb they, they literally <laughs> exploded like three houses and like i almost did it to my own fucking it that's two, two times in one week that brad almost blew his camper off the fucking <laughs> wheels <laughs> you made two bombs in one week no so so this is what was Bradley happening michael my, so, <laughs> so in the middle of like conversating like people are coming over to the fire like, or the party area they're trying to uh I don't know. See who was underage drinking or something, but uh, the, <laughs> nothing um, specific. Yeah, not was someone in a flannel. I don't know, but they were all coming over and everyone was don't like, kind of hang, hanging around. And uh, so I got chicken and I put it on the grill and I was fucking like, I went to go light it and typically like first try every time ever the fucking grill just lights with the ignition thingy. And so it did it. It didn't. And then I was just like, ah, it smells like a propane over here. And I was just like, oh, right. I turned it on and I looked down and it was not on. So then I have my face like looking into the fucking grill and then I turn it on and it ignites and it fucking ignites me. And now my eyebrows or my eyelashes are literally severed off. And like, I'm not joking. Like when I blink, like something, they, yeah, something like my eyelids like stick together. I was so tired hauling That's the, the camper back that I was just looking like, down I think the barrel I'm... of a gun and be like, why didn't that go off? It was <laughs> it was startling enough that it happened. And I was like, you dumbass. And then he like just like his eyes got real wide. He just went, 
fuck <laughs> and took like four steps back and then was doing the like bend over like head by his knees and i'm like head in the puddle yeah. like okay don't laugh yet <laughs> <laughs> give it a good 30 and then seconds. after yeah. about a minute of him like squinting and going fuck it he's all his smells burning skin <laughs> yeah. yeah burning skin and hair it was awesome i went over and lit the grill without dying yeah. that, that was sun that was yesterday that yeah. was yesterday that was the last um, thing we did so, before i came home yeah <laughs> so we'll, we'll uh we'll, we'll obviously go back to uh to friday but yeah so we get back from the uh, the lobster bake and uh we i don't know how we ended up like did someone say that there was a band over there or somebody did we just had, i don't somebody had said that there was a band over at the other oh, i think it must have been daniel because he was camping over there other end of the world yeah where sierra harris was playing two years ago and last year actually and we missed her last year because of the power going out guess who was playing this year charlie uh-huh yeah so that's where we ended up yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all slh huh uh, yes yeah yeah, yeah we, we, like we got over there too and it was funny there was a lot of people she was literally just playing underneath like an easy up um but sounded fantastic and like when you were walking up to the area you're just like i think that that's her that's that that's that girl and then like she would be singing and you're like hope that's definitely that girl because she's fucking really good she's crushing it right now so uh was, she on, was she on the voice or american, american idol, idol. idol. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also did a great job as backup vocalists yes did she yeah. did she in, appreciate the help or no Seemed it. Got her picture so. taken with her. Yeah. Uh, uh, she followed the podcast page and uh, and me, so that was cool. Um, she's very easy on the eyes. Yep. Yep. Those wondering at home. <laughs> yeah. Amanda uh, even agreed, and yeah. that's uh, she's yeah, was, a girl too. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. That so we made our, made our way over there, and then uh, we were over there for fucking ever. Um, and. I don't know how that night ended. Yeah. I, don't <laughs> I don't remember yeah. leaving. Yeah, I, um, I, I do know that. Um, so I wake up and uh, I eventually see Bradley in the pit area. And oh was, yeah, and I was like, I don't remember going to bed last night for the second night in a row. And he's like, do you, I do remember you trying to get in my bed with me <laughs> and Amanda. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's go. Yeah. Oh, well. That was the yeah. thing and the thing at the Daytona and you can join their relationship if you don't you, like it. Maybe, so maybe I took that to uh, three. I don't know. Menage a trois. Menage Baba. So, uh, uh, like, uh, I get into... <laughs> I get into the camper. Just doing my best Tucker down. Johnson impression. It was the exact same thing. I, I literally get into the camper. You'll have that when you started drinking at 10 a.m. Uh, but allegedly, I lay down and I. It was one of those deals where I was just so exhausted that I fucking fell asleep immediately. And actually, fucking Kate Ray was walking around giving out uh, twenty five dollars off your hundred dollar purchase at the like marijuana shop next door. So naturally mason and i go over there and we just get a fucking bunch of joints and stuff and so the last thing i remember before i That's did a die where the night went bad. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the last thing that i i do remember of the night was sitting down in the chair after we got back and just ripping joint after joint after joint like i had it not smoked like, for like fucking 13. months yeah yeah, yeah literally uh and uh yeah like like the cops were gonna come like i should have had a fucking can and like yeah, that's like you know them. we smoked like five joints last time like we did what yeah we did a lot no and, wonder why i feel the way i feel and i'm pretty sure yeah and i'm pretty sure you were gummied up or something but yeah so i i like was so tired i lay down and the minute my head hits the pillow i am out like a light and then i get woken up to amanda just being like hey can you just push him off the bed and i was like <laughs> what bob is literally like standing up 
face down in the bed, <laughs> like trying to like a, like an inchworm, just like, like ass out, nudging, just nudging <laughs> his way down, ass up. <laughs> Bobby's so, ready to rip. <laughs> so I'm like pushing him up, pushing him up, and then like he just keeps trying to get back down, and I'm just like no. So I I finally like stood up, and then apparently you turned around, went to the bathroom, and then came out of the bathroom and went back outside <laughs> instead of going to bed. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. So, Absolutely nailed it. And then I fell back asleep, and then I woke up, and you were in bed. So uh, uh, yeah, was, I was in bed. Um, jeans, <laughs> socks, underwear, hat, t-shirt, raincoat, hat. <laughs> Never slept in a hat before. I don't believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that was possible. That's a good one. That's yeah. a well, good one. Well, it's because the hood held it on. The hood uh, from the raincoat <laughs> was holding it on. Uh, yeah, uh, that was. Uh, mm. That was the most amount of Sunday scaries on a Saturday I've ever had in my life. <laughs> like I'm just sitting in my trailer and I've got a full on fucking race day that I need to. I, like, we got to drive race cars and I got to go buy tires and I got to do this and I got to do that. And I'm just sitting in my trailer going, oh, oh no, <laughs> I'm dying. I'm actively dying. And like, I'm, a, I'm afraid at this point because like I got up, Brad and Amanda are sleeping. Nobody else is there. It's a lonely walk into the pit area. And I'm just like. What what did I do? What have I done? Mm. <laughs> I just just had this, and this is actually why my dad, um, little personal inside baseball here. My dad does not drink. The reason he quit drinking was he hated the feeling of the next morning feeling like he did something wrong, whether he did or not, and not knowing. And I'm just like, uh, I gotta, uh, I gotta, I gotta quit drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I need to, I need to just talk to Brad, just, to, just to see. Mm. So I, I do see Brad, and 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 I was actually relieved to know it wasn't as bad as I had thought that it may have gone. You guys but, didn't no. have intercourse with each other. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I don't think it's so. Funny, but, it's okay. Like yeah. it's all right. It's all right, boys. But it's just it's it's alarming when you are now two nights into the weekend and you're zero for two and remembering going to bed. But I, yeah. it was when I he, that's called time travel. <clears throat> it was when he said that uh, he. It was later in the day. Like, yeah, we smoked like five joints. I'm like, oh, okay. Now I know why things got so sideways last night. Mm. Um, so Saturday night I took it very easy, and by took it easy, we only did one cinnamon toast crunch shot and only shotgun one beer. Oh, we did. <laughs> Like more, and this is saying something for anyone that was at Beachside Tavern on any year ever. Um, we did more cinnamon toast crunch shots on Friday than we ever have. In pretty one day sure ever. I was the one mixing them, and I'm pretty sure I, I lost count at seven that I mm. mixed up. Yeah, yeah, no, and, it was uh, it was a make it 20 <laughs> night, that's for sure. It was, yeah, that not only that, a lot but cheaper we also, would you just buy the bottles at the liquor store? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, we make also got the stuff to make fucking daiquiris, so we were making frozen strawberry daiquiris. Amanda was chefing those up, was doing a terrific job. Um, but uh, yeah, th- I think that was Friday, and then obviously, uh, you know, we wake up on Saturday and uh, <clears throat> it's race day for you know, act and, and Bobby and, and everyone that was supposed to race on Friday or most people that were supposed to race on Friday. Cause obviously they split everything in half, but uh, yeah, they ain't really fucked up a lot of weekends. I think for people. Yeah. Myself included. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was nice. I, I it, was, it was Saturday was a super nice day out anyways. So um, kind of just woke up and uh, I don't know, cracked a beer and fucking you guys all did cooler shit than I did on Saturday. So, well, I didn't, but no. Sunday yeah. was the cooler <clears throat> day for me, but yeah. Yeah, Saturday. Um, Bob, you flapped. Yep, big block super modifieds. New England mm. super modified series. We were supposed to race on Friday and Saturday. We ended up racing on Saturday and Sunday. Um, there was uh, there was nine of us. The, the pretty much typical nine that we've had in that series. Um, car was 
decent. The last time we raced at Oxford, I'd finished second, so we didn't change anything. And uh car was really good again on Saturday. Started, uh, I think I started third in my heat race, finished second. Start on the uh, start on the pole for the feature, and Vern Romanowski, the other guy from Maine, he started on the outside pole. And in all honesty, I thought I was just going to take the lead and drive away with it. You know, not to sound cocky or arrogant, but track position is so huge in those things that you know figured you know, got nowhere to go but backwards. And I think we're really good. So <clears throat> Vern drove around me for the lead on the first lap. I'm like, oh <clears throat> shit! All right, and uh, he was going. He had actually pulled away for a while, and uh, I was. Not going a hundred percent, but I wasn't like riding or saving. Like I was, I was going for it, and uh, probably about halfway, I started reeling back in, and he caught lap traffic, and he was fading pretty hard at the end. I slipped by him in lap traffic, got the lead about fifteen laps to go, and drove away with it. Got my first ever win in a big block car, my first ever win at Oxford um, in anything other than the hooligan race, and but I don't that doesn't count. I mean, it kind of counts, but it doesn't really count. It's a uh, long heat race. Yeah, it was fifty laps, and there was a lot of cars in it, but. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Um, always cool when I'll, uh, I'm going to keep saying cool, super cool, wicked cool. My brain's broken. Wicked fucking awesome. <laughs> Having all your friends and family there. I don't get a chance to race at home or near home very often. Uh, Oxford's half hour from Wyndham. So and my aunt and uncle and a bunch of their friends live in Poland, which is the next, next town over. So they were all out front. Uh, you guys were all in the bar. <clears throat> uh, had a bunch of friends in the pits that, it was quite the victory lane celebration to the point where I, I got yelled at for it taking too long the next day. I didn't get yelled at, but it was mentioned in the driver's meeting that we need to need to make victory lane go a little quicker today than it did yesterday. I, I, I hope you appreciate the fact that... Um, so Nate raced my car on Saturday, right? Um, I, I got I hear... Because obviously the Flappy Bird, the big ones, have a very distinct sound. You're like, Why? okay, you know what's going on. I there, can right? barely hear you guys in these headphones right now. My ears are shot. Why? What happened? Um... <laughs> So anyway, I was like, okay, the the flappy stonks are out there, right? So I, I'm looking at race monitor. I'm like, oh, okay, Bobby's running, running second. He's all right, cool. He's second and a half, second, five tenths. He's a tenth back. Bob's fucking leading, boys. Uh, so <laughs> I I uh, I grab a baby and I scoop my was it, fucking. Was it yours? <laughs> <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> um, so uh, Lindsay and I grab a baby and we we walk over to the back stretch here just in time to miss the entire race um and have uh chase wake up uh due to just uh me sheer noise probably. of 900 horsepower well, race cars. no not that he doesn't mind race cars he doesn't mind racing at all he, he actually slept through the entire oxford 250 right to uh, be fair i would have done the same thing if i could have <laughs> um but no it was due to the fact that i assume for me fucking just running with him so that i could at least hear your interview and uh, didn't help that I stood in front of the only speaker that worked on the backstretch and it blasted right in his ears. But uh, we got through it, <laughs> and mm. uh, I, uh, I at least wanted to hear your interview, Bob. You did a good job. Proud of you, pal. Yeah, through through a little bit of shade because um, I'm good at running my mouth on a microphone. Do it every week with you guys. Oh, just two, wait till we get to Sunday, <clears throat> episode two thirty four. So uh, no, it was cool. And uh, Brad and everybody came out. Ty, yeah, it was very nice. And uh, if if your friends with me on Facebook, this is what I wrote in the Facebook post on Saturday. It was very nice of Bradley to let Amanda be my girlfriend for the picture. Mm. Amanda came running out, gave me a big hug, arm right around me. She's right next to me in the picture. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like I'm like down in the corner, like doing these fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you're caught up in the moment, but like everybody came out. Margaret, Daniel, Eugene, my mom, Margaret, my sister, um, Brittany. Um, Casey, Riendo, and uh, Meg Cookson, and Ty, everybody came running out. My cousin, one of my guys. So they got caught up in the moment, but during, like, I'm just like, 
it's not my girlfriend. That's Brad's, Brad's girlfriend, everybody. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I had no idea that that was even happening in the picture. And then Amanda's just like, I do look just like Bob's girlfriend in this picture. And I was just like, yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh, she's, after the fact, she's like, I'm sorry for that. I was like, no, I think it's hilarious. And I'm going to run with it now. But uh, So that was cool. And, and um, just super proud of of what me and dad did there you know i'm going to kind of brag for a second you know this uh car that we built everything and everybody already knows this i'm just wearing out my own fucking voice at this point that's already shot from doing backup vocals for sierra harris on friday but uh just really it was really cool i started to get choked up a little bit and then then choked it back because you can't can't cry in front of your friends fucking loser loser yeah. <laughs> uh but the coolest part i think um I get back in the car and you know we don't have starters as you all know so uh four wheelers got to come get you get you back home and uh my cousin's driving the four wheeler they uh pushed me into turn one and turn one is where like all my family was sitting my cousin Wyatt and uh his wife you know uh they were there my aunt my uncle a bunch of their friends a couple of my dad's poker friends were all there and uh they started the the cheers and then then uh, Jackson and his whole crew they were further down turn one and they kept the cheers going and it was pretty loud and then you know as we're driving by the bar the cheers are even getting louder and i'm pretty sure the whole bar just was cheering at that point and i was like i look back at kevin the floor i was like yeah that's pretty fucking cool <laughs> <laughs> like, that doesn't happen very often and there was a huge crowd on saturday it was a great crowd for a saturday show um so net didn't really get the chance to for it to sink in because we had to come back and race again tomorrow and now i'm just mad that i didn't win on sunday instead of being happy that i won on saturday but Typical race car driver. Um, spoiler alert: I didn't win on Sunday. If you didn't <clears> gather that, but yeah, it was it was funny. So Bob's obviously in victory lane. Swanee was on the podium, and so Swanee had to race the next race, the MRS race. So I'm fucking like, obviously, I've been in the bar all day drinking, so, drinking just waters. Yes, of course, like yeah. as one does in the bar uh, at the Oxford <laughs> 250. So I'm standing there like fucking everyone's like high five and Bob. The picture happens, and then I'm just standing there, and Matt goes. Hey, Brad, can you drive this back to the pits? And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, all right, thanks. And, and then, then he leaves. fucks off. And I was just like, oh, my God, he actually wants me to drive that thing back to the pits. So I was like, that is absolutely 1,000% the last thing that you should be asking me to do right now because I'm shocked that I wasn't like actually like, yep, got you, and just walked over. I like laughed, and I was like, like haha that's so funny that you said that brad doesn't as a joke brad doesn't understand that driving it back to the pits means just hold the steering wheel yeah. so he's in there flipping switches and turning the fuel on and trying to get it into gear and no i'm adjusting the wing yeah. uh, no I, I was like yeah no i can't do that and he's just like oh all right and then like matt like is already fucking running off to go get strapped into the modified so i don't even know how it got back but it was not me at least that i don't remember it being so it very well might have been i don't know um but no, yeah, it was uh, yeah. yeah, cool to see Bob and kind of do what you did last year at the Oxford 250. It's yeah, been that good means to we us. need to get yeah. Brad into something next year so he can win. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. get him in the super late model race. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? I won the party Saturday, I think. We have so. 85% yeah. of a super late model at the shop, so we're ready to go. Yeah, we'll put you in it. Mm, yeah. Great. Oh, we got two of them over there. Right. We can, yeah, sure, we can monkey fuck something together. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley out there. Uh, no, Saturday for us was, uh, was interesting. So... My whole initial Oxford 250 plans uh, got thrown right in the fucking dumpster the second that Friday got rained out. So the original plan was Nate was going to run on Friday. Um, he was going to run the heat, the feature, and and we're, he was going to have a full day to himself. Now, Saturday, uh, Matt had to go to Wiscasset because his stepson was racing a Pro 4, the, the Allison Legacy car deals, right? So we were just going to take Saturday off. Didn't want to race because the original plan was it was... 
going to be four tires per night. That that was the original information when we made these plans, right? So it was going to be four tires a night for cars. There was no tire rule. So I was like, fuck, I can't really afford that. So that's why we split the races up. And it, it just made more sense financially the way that we were going to do it. So Saturday, um, I actually had some college friends fly out from Michigan, Justin and Amanda. Great people. Love them dearly. Um, Amanda tried to do one of those like um, driver development fucking scams in North Carolina. And she literally calls me up. She's like, does this any of this sound right to you? And it was like two thousand fucking dollars. And she ends up getting there. The car doesn't even run. The right front brake rotor is like falling off of it. And I was like, that. I looked it up. It was just some wonky Facebook page with like fucking. <clears> 30 was it that Arca and, car that I shared where they put the driver's name on the door with mailbox letters? Uh, <laughs> literally, like close to that. It was, it was allegedly a late model stock car, but it had an ABC body on it, and like it. Just, Nothing was right about it. I was like, you're getting scammed. Fucking get your money back. The funniest fucking thing about that is, and we've said it, but that to do your name like that literally costs more than just getting your name normally on the door. <laughs> like that is correct. Mailbox letters are fucking expensive. It's not even like saying like, Oh, like fucking making fun of this guy. Cause like Arca, you know, not underfunded, whatever. No, it's like that. You spent more money than you needed to right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just gone to the vinyl guy. Yeah. Uh, so, so she, call, she calls me up. I look into it. I'm like, yeah, you're basically getting fucking scammed. Like, get your money back. So she went through a whole fuck around, got her money back, and she calls me up. She's like, can I just, like, work something out with you where, like, I just come drive your car? And I was like, oh, fuck. Well, that'll help with the finances of this really expensive fucking weekend. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's let's do it up. So they were going to fly out. She was going to practice the car on Saturday because we weren't going to race anyway. Right? I was like, it works fucking perfect. Well, when Friday got rained out, that fucking eliminated that. They have already spent flights. They've are they're already here. They went from Detroit, Michigan to literally Oxford fucking Maine. So I was like, well, fuck. Like I gotta figure this out. So Sunday, she Amanda practiced the car both practices. I never once turned a practice lap on Sunday at all. So the first time that I got in the car from literally that same weekend a year ago was the heat race. Mm. that's fine it's your car you're fine right <laughs> i was like luckily i've done this at least like three times and i know like i think the steering wheel like turns the wheels or whatever but that that's about it and uh so our whole fucking plans got derailed but uh yeah nate raced on friday um did a good or, yeah no saturday sorry nate raced on saturday and uh did a good job i mean he was picking his way up through the field i think he's got up to like fourth or something and Colby and Miserve just fucking drove through the back of him, which would, I don't know why Colby is better than that, I think, and just lost his fucking mind and then said it was somehow my fault and I was on the backstretch on the radio, but that's that's fine. Um, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was all right. He had a probably a fourth place car and ended up finishing sixth because of that, which it is what it is. But uh, then we went on to uh, went on to Sunday, which uh, Bob, you flapped together. <clears throat> yeah, Saturday night we all we all went back to the camper. Um, for, like I said, for me, it was a relatively mild night. I tried to cut back on the drinking, uh, did this cool thing that I like to little social trick where I have a Yeti koozie and you can't really tell what's in the Yeti koozie. So most of the time it was just a seltzer water. It wasn't a beer, but, um, uh-huh. it's like, a, it's weird. Like the social, like just having something in your hand, even to if drink. it's just a cup of water, you just feel mm. more <clears throat> just better. Like yeah. it's just feels normal. The anxiety so, goes away. So I started doing that, um, and we watched the NASCARs race, and I really don't think we would need to discuss the NASCAR race in great depth at all, uh, other than 
that Ryan Priest crash was straight out of a fucking Hollywood movie or a video game. Like what the f- we all just stopped and we're like, oh my god, those cars aren't supposed to do that. That anyway. was, I think Brad said it, the worst crash that we have ever seen in our lifetimes. One of them for sure. Yeah, yeah. That was like that was like Rusty Wallace's. Like I think that the worst <laughs> crash, like at least one of them, obviously that I've ever like seen on video is Rusty Wallace. It I think it's Daytona, right? Yeah, uh, where he goes down the backstretch. I think it's Talladega, actually. Uh, yeah. One, so one of the two. Either way, the black, strike, the black strikingly car. similar to yeah. what happened yeah. to Priest. Yeah, like I in in to the the like obviously Saturday for me got out of hand. Um, you know I. Brad got put to bed. I won. Yeah, I I won something. <laughs> yeah, you were quick time um, but, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and uh, but so bad for Amanda. So so I woke up the next morning and I'm like watching the replay and I'm like I can't fucking believe that that happened. Like I just kept watching it over and over and over and over on a loop. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Like that happened. That is insane. Like absolutely insane to see a car flip like that, especially in today's day and age. Um, and then, you know, I, I naturally, I had 45 people. Anytime one of our friends, you know, has something like that happen to them, like they're all messaging you and sending you a video, like, oh, he's, you know, he's going to the hospital and sounds like he's all right. But I mean, fuck, that was yeah, scary for, for whatever it's worth. Uh, the word is from pretty close sources to him passed his lung test, passed the heart test. They took him to the hospital as a precautionary measure for basically uh, concussion protocol stuff past that worst part is that his face basically just got sandblasted because the roof flap opened and his visor popped up and all the dirt and shit just fucking raided his face but um not not uh not the worst but not the best i guess either yeah, yeah certainly could have been much worse i mean yeah. we, and we that all is not, like that is not an official release of any sort that is literally second and third hand information like, just all, so everybody knows and understands we were all standing around the tv we're just like just just get, just get out, just get out of the car. Wait for him to get out, and then eventually he, he did get out. He needed was, a second, but that's yeah, well, understandable. Yeah, probably <laughs> yeah. needed a few. His fucking brain was jumbled, and his lungs were fucking inside out. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like Bobby mentioned, I I did get put to bed. Um, and uh, <laughs> there was so it, you did say after I won the race though in victory lane, you said I'm gonna get drunk enough so that I get in bed with you tonight. And then you, <laughs> and then you gave me a hug. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that too for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny because right as we started recording, um, Oriana Level uh, takes phenomenal pictures. Sent sent me a picture I on Facebook. One too. Yeah, and she's just like, I, I don't know if you saw this, and I was just like, oh yeah, and I, I look and I'm just like, wait, is that is that me and Victory Lane with all of us in Victory Lane with Smitty? I was just like, we did that. I don't remember doing that at all. And then I look at the picture and I'm like, oh my god, I am holding the trophy and a beer on the front stretch <laughs> of the picture. <laughs> and uh, then I'm like, Bob, do you, did this happen? And he's just like, yeah, it was your idea. He was like, we were all like going out of the racetrack and you were like, Oh, let's go down to victory lane. I was just like, Oh yeah, it was my idea. You're right. Yeah, for sure. Um, but no, so we, we get back there and I fucking definitely, <laughs> I, uh, fired a mock, mock run right into a tree. I think, Cause I fucking just started eating. I was cooking. Amanda was cooking the chicken and qualifying and just fucking buried it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally. Uh, yeah, Amanda was making, we, we were making a bunch of food cause we didn't really eat much all day. And, uh, there was a group that the, the Woodard crew was coming over, I guess. And they had messaged me or something somehow that they, they, they knew where we were obviously. So they're coming over and, um, Reagan told me today, he's like, yeah, they were, they had just showed up and they were looking around and, and you weren't there. And I was just like, yeah, he's, a, he's just going to pull trig and he'll be right back. <laughs> so I went over to my car and just fucking every piece of food that I've ever fooded. was just blew all the fucking, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just fucking, uh, 
blew every motor in the shop. Um, fucking the primary, the backup, Who's fucking motor? my teammates, cars, everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, made my way back over to the party, and uh, I was somewhat out of hand. And, and the 250 was weird this year in the sense, like, usually it's like a 4 a.m. go to bed, like, wake up at 8, and you just feel like ass. Like, I don't really know how I was feeling, I guess, at the time. But uh, we started drinking so early that, you know, like, last year, I guess... That was when I was working the bar. Like, I didn't really have that opportunity, so I kind of forgot how to act, I guess. So just started fucking two-footing it. And uh, like I mentioned, blew the motor. And fucking um, the last thing I heard, which I wish, I, I really just wish that I remembered it happening. But Amanda apparently was trying to get me to go to bed, and I was just like, no. And then <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I guess, she gets me in the camper. And like everyone started booing. So then naturally, when you're blackout drunk, you're like, oh, they want an encore. <laughs> <laughs> One more so, song. So apparently at this point, I had a, I had the broom. I was using it as a guitar, and I opened the door and was just fucking playing the broom as a guitar, and everyone started <laughs> cheering again, and I have no idea. I don't remember it at all. Like, but apparently... It's 100% Reagan, what happened. Reagan was on the, when we were on the golf course, so he's like, do you remember that? And I was just like, no. He's like, oh, yeah. Uh, Amanda wanted to get you to bed because, you know, you're really drunk, obviously. And then, uh, you know, she closed the door, and everyone started booing. So then you walked out, opened the door. Everyone started cheering. You were playing the broom like a guitar, and then you immediately went into the cooler, fucking bit open a Michelob Ultra, opened the fucking can, and then shotgunned with, like, Bobby and one other kid. And I was just like, oh, that's pretty rock star. <laughs> so we Checks do the <laughs> we do the shotgun, and I forget who else, but somebody was agging me. I was like, all right, fine, fuck it, I'll do one. Hey, by the way, we're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce Compound, as we have for every single episode of the Black Flag Podcast. If you're ever looking for a second opinion on your current merch and service provider, get a hold of Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. Whether you have a multi-million dollar online store or a credit card machine for your local liquor store counter, Solero Commerce has all the ways to make sure you get your money safely. Per usual, we also want to shout out some of the OG pals of the show for their continued support. AnyRacingNews.com, The Graphics Coop, Daniel Eugene Photography, Lee USA Speedway, and Hudson Speedway. Now back to your regularly scheduled stupidity. And somebody was taking a video, and we're mid-shotgun, and Amanda just opens the door, and her face is just like, what are we doing now? <laughs> yeah, she was very disappointed in the video, I think. So, that, uh, and that was it. You were, uh, that was where the plane landed uh, in a ball of fire, and, and that was the end of your night. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I also got a round of applause leaving my, uh, my RV at one point this weekend. So when the, the compound... They were so happy about. to see you go. Well... <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> so um, we, we set up our little compound, right? Now, when you do that, you set up string lights, right? Just you make a little little campsite, right? So the way that we had these string lights set up, and Lindsay is probably going to fucking kill me for telling this story, but um, we had the string lights set up from Jeff and Julie's camper, and they went over to the corner of my RV, right? Well, my RV is a 1994 Columbus Thor, the relic, right? Just pretty much just as old as the rest of us right it's a, it's a teak well uh we we had the baby with us we've having a long day right so uh we're like hey we're gonna go hey <laughs> wash some bottles right <clears throat> right you get what i'm saying mm. that somebody else needed to wash the baby for like i don't know 25 to 30 seconds if mm. you get what i'm saying yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's all you need yeah. champion you get it <clears throat> so uh so we go into the uh the camper and uh 
we were there. We thought we were being the relatively discreet, right? Uh, blinds are shut. Whatever, you know, doing doing the thing. Well, uh, um, um at the <laughs> light, you get it. Yeah. Uh, so Patrick, the lid got got up and uh, walked out to a uh, boisterous applause by the entire crew <laughs> uh, because we uh, we forgot about the lights <laughs> that uh, that were uh, just a swinging, yeah, <laughs> just a rocking back and forth. Knocked the camper right off the level of blocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, taint good. Yeah, uh, sounded like it was great. <laughs> well, yeah, I had a, uh, well, you get it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a race, and I win every time. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No. that was a that was a whoops. Yeah, you probably remembered your applause. Yeah, I, I wish I did. The bottles were clean. Sounded cool. Is what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that was Saturday. Night. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday, Saturday was cool. Saturday, we Saturday, we yeah. uh, I got to apologize to Billy Childs. We were working the social media heavy, heavy this weekend, which was good. Um, and uh, at one point, Gabe was over there. Gabe Brown wins the act race. Uh, Bobby wins the flappy stonk race, and then uh, Smitty wins the the sports stonk, stonk race. Yeah. So um, I was didn't, like, oh, I gotta get a picture with all you didn't guys. Didn't even realize that we had the street stonk winner one camper over. Well, I and I and I did know that, but like at the time, I well, first off, you I don't are, remember you were operating on five cylinders. Out of the eight. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. You were devoted taking, to the bang banger class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it hadn't quite blown the motor, but it was misfiring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you burned a plug wire. Episode two thirty four. <laughs> haven't quite quite blown the motor up but it was misfiring motors misfiring it's, it's a lot lot uh shorter shorter right um, down now but uh yeah so plug wire. got to apologize to billy uh you should have been in that picture but uh i don't remember taking the picture and i know it was my idea so um yeah uh, we, we had a big big group of people saturday was a lot of fun from what i remember and there so we were at uh what was uh labeled thunderstock street um big like rectangle camping area with a huge fire and it was at one point saturday probably about midnight there was over a hundred people there like it was fucking jam-packed we had music playing and didn't really we never really moved away from the camper and then i was like oh we should like go see who's here and like socialize and then an hour went by and there was nobody everybody went to bed so Perfect. yeah but it was fun it was a lot it was a good time and uh, i remembered going to bed which was good mm. um Ty Johnson had the most horrific sleeping arrangement i have ever witnessed <laughs> He uh he was also misfiring on some cylinders and uh he would needed to go to bed and he had an air mattress and the air mattress pump was like a rechargeable one deader than a doornail so perfect did so he, he just slept on the flat air mattress did he go to ground <laughs> he he went yeah. to, he went yeah. to floor in front of the bathroom <laughs> so Brad going to floor so Brad's tough. folded up like a lawn chair in his bed Ty's folded up like a lawn chair in front of the bathroom door and Amanda's like. I, I have to pee, but I, I can't open the door. Ty's head's there. <laughs> so we like tried to like get him a little bit out of the way from the door. And the, then we, we go back out and we socialize for a while. And then I finally do go to bed and Ty's just laying like wrapped up in the flat air mattress. <laughs> and Makes sense. So I wake up. Hey, he's got to be lucky that he had that. We gave Max McLaughlin a light one time <laughs> as a blanket. Uh, Max, went to, Max more, went to lamp. More yeah. specifically, a lamp. Yeah. yeah. A hotel lamp was yeah. his blanket. Uh, luckily for Ty, at one point, either he stole it or it fell off my bed, but my sheet uh, came off the bed, and that's what Ty had for a blanket. Uh, um, good for him. Yeah. I woke up at probably, I don't know, six thirty-seven to go into the racetrack on Sunday, and it was like a fucking war zone in there. There was shit everywhere, bodies everywhere. And, <laughs> 
<laughs> trying my best to not wake anybody up, and then I realized nobody's waking up. I mean, yeah. it's not going to happen. And I, mm. I tried to like step around Ty, and he did wake up, and he was like, oh, <laughs> 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 I just like look at him, and I wanted to be like, yeah, I was good, dude. It, it, it's okay. But it was one of those things that I think he woke up, but he didn't really actually wake up because he mm. shut his eyes and then went right back to sleep. But yeah, there's a lot of people that showed up on Saturday that uh, weren't even there on Sunday, I don't believe, but, um, uh, I did feel bad. I, I, I don't know that he will listen to this, but I have to apologize to my cousin James, right? So he comes to upwards of one race a year <laughs> ever. Yeah, and yeah, it's his name also Socher. Yes. yes. Um, and, uh, he, J sauce, he had asked yes. me, he had asked me a couple of weeks ago. He's like, Hey, when's the two fifty this year? And I was just like, Oh, like this, this weekend, whatever. And he's like, all right. He's like, Hey, would you have a place for me to crash? And I was just like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I was like, cause like when I was kind of figuring out who was staying with in the camper, I obviously needed to know what, how many beds we had open. So I was like, Oh, I'll leave like the bunk for James. And so Reagan comes up, goes to Nickelback with us. And I was like, yeah, you can stay in the camper. Cause I think he asked me to stay in the camper. And I said, no, like we don't have room. And then I was like, Hey, like you can stay Thursday and Friday night. And, uh, Saturday night, obviously I was like, James is coming. Like, so James is going to stay there. And so I told James, I was like, yeah, you're good to go. Well then I, accidentally turned into bradford oof and reagan went to bed because reagan had a big day on sunday did reagan ever turn into reggie <clears throat> i don't think so no, no. Reagan, reagan was pretty good all weekend yeah. which is which love reagan to death but when reagan doesn't get to reggie he becomes the hey do you remember this guy because he's the guy that remembers everything that mm. we don't and it boy is it crippling to the anxiety <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but uh so reagan at one point it was Sunday, I think, or whatever. He came back over to the camper. He's like, hey, did, did Bob try getting into bed with me last night? And I was just like, no, no, Bobby wasn't even, I don't think Bobby was even that drunk. Amanda's like, yeah, no, Bobby wasn't drunk, so it wasn't him. And I was like, oh, fuck, James. I told James he could stay in that bottom bunk, and Reagan went to bed. So then I think James walked in the camper and like tried to go to bed and then just didn't have a place to sleep. And I was like, completely forgot about that so then i was just like hey like did james stay here last night and they're like no nah, i think he went home and i was like oh damn it <laughs> really fuck then fucking drop the ball on that one but the more i think about it it might have been ty so i don't, I don't know ty james have sorry. you spoken to him yet oh uh, yeah he yeah he he said he went home okay. but <laughs> so he's home i guess <laughs> i don't know but uh yeah so that was that was all saturday shenanigans and uh obviously sunday was a pretty big fucking day yeah there was a pretty big car race going on uh, on Sunday, what was the drag strip open? Mm, they actually they it was for the dwarf cars. They were all pitted. Do I have a story for that? They were all pitted at like the shutdown area of the drag strip, which is we were at that end of the pit area with the supers, but we we're in the normal pit. And I'm like, why am I hearing fucking dwarf cars through the woods at the end of the drag strip? And somebody's like, oh, that's where they're all pitted. So so to go back on Saturday, that with the gates opened at six thirty a.m. Right, so. When we went to go camping, we went there Thursday, right? But I brought the truck and trailer, hope thinking we were going to get in Friday, get a, a pit pad and all that stuff. Well, when that got washed out, they asked everybody with a truck and trailer in the parking lot to park it on the drag strip so that more they can get more cars in. Because the place was fucking freighted full of people and campers and everything. So... Um, I drive it down to the drag strip, right? And you go down, you go all the what way down was, the drag what strip. What was your ET? Uh, like four minutes I think. <laughs> with a good, with a good reaction <laughs> a time, stark nine miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I got all the way down there. You turn around and I ended up parking it right in front of Derek Griffith's like camper where he was parked like on the backstretch there. So I don't think anything of it. And, um, I get up to pull everything in and we were told 
anybody who did that to like try to help out, they were going to get first dibs like into the pits before they unlocked the fucking floodgates of the pit area. Like, right. So like, okay. So I get up Saturday morning. I'm like, ah, I'm not seeing anything like specific in terms of like what the people in the drag strip were supposed to do yet. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll just, I'm, I'm going to go down there. So there was like two or three of us that got our shit out of there. And, um, after, after that, we went to go back around and talk to Jason and there's this guy that like introduces himself to me. He's like, Hey, I'm, you know, fucking Joe Schmuckatelli or whatever. And from the <laughs> long line of Schmuckatelli's like always. <laughs> and uh, I was like, Oh, how are you doing? Mr. Schmuckatelli or whatever. And he's like, you know, I, I drove all the way out here from, from Michigan. I'm like, Oh, the guy with the pro form. Well, I'm not done yet. Bro. So, <laughs> yeah, so I met that guy. So I was like for the second time. Yeah. He, uh, he for sure made a point to make sure I knew who he was and seems like a great fellow, whatever. Well, I, I'm thinking, all right, well, this is a relatively big automobile race. I'm assuming he's probably going to try and run the 250. Like, that's fucking cool. What a story that is. Let's promote that, right? Maybe maybe he's got a late model or, or whatever. Right? Um, I didn't think anything of it. So unbeknownst to me, as I'm walking back around to go talk to Jason and stuff to get more details, this guy <laughs> was right on my ass following me right up there. I'm like, <laughs> all right, whatever. So I'm trying to get these details from Jason or whatever. And this guy comes up to the left of me. He's like, so when do you think you're going to park the Pro 4 Modifieds? And I was just like, wait, what, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? The motherfucker drove 20 hours with a truck and trailer with a pro. Now, these are the people we need. We need people like this. We love people like this. It just took me very much off guard. Yeah. And I was just like, what? I think this guy told everyone on the property this uh, story. And I, I really think he did. Which a great story. I love it. I, I really do. Just caught me off guard quite a bit. I also think it caught some other people off guard where the response was, I don't fucking know, probably Sunday. (laughs) 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 I assume left that poor bastard out on like the breakdown lane of the drag strip until where you deploy your parachute. Oh, God, 30 in the morning. He was back in Michigan. I was like, good for that guy. Uh, I don't know how he did. Maybe he did lifts. I had had Um, met that guy. I don't know what car he drives. I had met that guy at Hudson. That something Michigan, I think, or at Lee or somewhere. It was a race where the Pro Fours were there and whatever. So this guy comes up to me and he and the thing with like the super modifieds of of especially being around my dad growing up with the big blocks, like they're a spectacle just sitting there. So you always get people that just come up and they look and it all weekend long, which is awesome. People are like they look at the like, what the fuck? Where's the shocks? You know, like so on top of it. So you're, <laughs> you're pretty used to just people standing around the car and wanting to talk and whatever. So I'm sitting, I'm just sitting on the back bumper and then the guy comes up and, and asks, you know, a question, how's the car? And I'm like, Oh, that's pretty good. You know? Yeah. Well, I came all the way from Michigan, 20 hours from, it just starts right in on this whole life story. And I'm the whole time. I'm like, I've heard all this before. <laughs> I've heard all of this before. And We've now, spoken. And I've forgotten about it until now. And now I'm remembering. <laughs> and he finally leaves. And dad's like, you know that guy? I'm like, no. No. No fucking clue. Dad's like, he walked right up to you like your best friends. I'm like, yeah. No. No fucking idea who that guy was. <laughs> yeah, other than that guy. But had you heard, he's from Michigan. Yeah. Other than that guy, there was a lot of that, though. I don't know if you boys had it. But the uh, somebody comes right up to you. And we've talked about it on the show before. But you know slaps a handshake down you talk for a good 15 20 minutes like you're the best of friends 
they fuck off, go away, and Lindsay or whoever's like, who is that? I was like, I have no fucking idea. Yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> Which a fu- is not awesome. A like, yeah. we're, not, we're not complaining about no, that. No, no, no. I think it's cool as fuck, but it's... Yeah, met, a, met a lot of new pals this weekend. Certainly um, getting more common when that <clears> happens. I hope for our sake of the show, we sold a lot of merch, because I know I sold a fuckload of merch this weekend. Fuck yeah. We did not. Oh, tough. That's because everybody already has our stuff, Sick. I guess, but yeah. Sorry, guys. Mm. We sold... Upwards of four things, I think, maybe the entire. Yeah, that's week. better than three. Well, it is good yeah. thing the lobster in the puddle on Facebook paid nineteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs> and it's still climbing. Not mm. the lobster, that's dead. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ate him. Yeah. Mm. Oh, speaking of which, I took the most egregious shit before the race on Sunday. But oh, so did I. <laughs> oh man, I literally walk over to Brad's camper during the rain delays. You want a beer? I was like, no. Um, stay out of the camper for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't typically log while I'm in my fire suit. Uh, for whatever that's worth, but I hadn't shit and since we had left Maple Avenue, for whatever that's worth. It's a few ta- days. We're talking like four days. I don't. I hadn't really gathered this information until Sunday. I'm like, wow, I feel like absolute dog shit right now, and I'm mm. tr- trying to put six and nine together and figure out what's going on. Like, I haven't shit in like almost a week. Like, that's kind of a fucking problem, mm. right? Well, I also have a brand new fire suit. I have worn upwards of one time, right? And it's... um poor choice probably but it's completely white and um oxford i I love oxford to death but i don't know that i would ever lay any article of clothing just on the bathroom floor of the public restroom at any racetrack not oxford not even oxford just any public restroom ever um and my car is actively in lineup and the last race before um our race was the uh lcq for the super late models and i'm just like i think it's happening I, I think I think it's happening and this could not be any worse timing because I've also gained like, I don't know, six or nine deep nice. pounds and um, my it suits a little snug, right? The K1 makes a nice snug fire. Suit. So what you're saying is it fit after it was basically painted on me. Um, so I, I'm trying to peel myself out of this fucking thing to then do fucking lay a log before I go out on the racetrack there. I felt fucking incredible afterwards zipped it right up afterwards i was like oh my god that does make a difference apparently mm. uh and then we went out and raced but uh yeah i i, I needed to share that because it was fucking egregious what i did to that bathroom so i apologize <clears throat> whoever's in there after me so a million and a half laps got turned on sunday where do we start practice i don't know Not my heat my, my heat race was in the middle of practice on sunday morning yeah the, the <laughs> i i think with, i don't think anyone knew that <laughs> i think with how the the rain was supposed to fall and whatever. Even the the, the lineup business that I and had, the checking and it takes six to nine business yeah, the, days. The way that the moon was relative to the the colon of when it meets whatever. your eye. And that's yeah, a real pizza it. pie. <laughs> yeah, you get it and the, the anchovy and stuff. But like I don't know that it, like they had the schedule, but it very much wasn't totally correct on time or whatever was, it was going on. Very fluid. Yeah. So everybody's just basically waiting for somebody to scream in the microphone to go to lineup because it was very much just when are we supposed to go? I have no fucking idea. The girl that the girl that's in the tower, Casty, she will absolutely let you know that your race is coming up. Yes. If it's not her, it's Lisa. And if it's not Lisa, it's that other guy that does tires too that loves us. And uh you, you know when you need to be down there basically. Um but uh but yeah, it was a very fluid situation. So, which, which was good. Um, they had originally had the super modified race being the last race of the day before the 250, which was very inconvenient because Dad and I were doing pit stops for the 250, which was like, damn, like we got a race. Oh, get you should have done pit stops in your fire suit. Uh, no, that's a pretty <laughs> darf move. But I'll tell you about an even more darf move that I had to do because of the rain delay uh, later on. So, um, 
they moved basically where our second practice was in the schedule order. Um, Tom's just like, bah, you guys have been here all weekend. I'll let you guys get out of here. You know, I'd love for you to stay for the 250, but if you don't want to, I understand. Because all those guys other than me are from like southern New Hampshire, Massachusetts. So it's a two, two and a half hour ride for at least for those guys. So the second round of practice uh, was our heat races. And in my helmet, I'm in the first heat race and we're crossed up and we're going green. It's like 1130 in the morning and there's... Um, Crowd's starting to fill in, but there's not really a crowd. And I'm in my helmet during pace stops going, I hope somebody just thinks that we're a bunch of assholes out here racing in practice. Because <laughs> we're doubled <laughs> up, pace cars off, coming to the green. I'm like, I just hope that one person in the stands is like, what the fuck are these guys doing in practice? <laughs> like, See, that makes so much sense because you guys were supposed to be just before us, I think, in the heat lineups. And then all of a sudden, there's like dwarf cars and shit going out. And they're like, limited, start a lineup. And we're like, uh, excuse yeah, me? So they moved that. Our heats were supposed to be, like you said, and they moved us to behind you, but that was our feature. So yeah. we were technically the first feature of the day, uh, which was super convenient. Um, had eight of us. We dropped, a beer drink at night when you start. We lost, uh, we lost Mike Mayberry. We, we didn't lose him. Well, he didn't no, die. He's, alive. <laughs> he's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> he just, we lost his entry for the day because he, uh, believe it or not, was pretty fucking busy on Sunday. And Why? Had, what happened? Had a lot going on, so um, he wasn't going to race his car. And then Swanee blew up his in practice, uh, the first practice. And Mike was the first one over to Matt to go take my car. It's just sitting there ready to go. Put your tires on it. Call it a day. So Matt did that. And uh, Matt started on the pole. Vern Romanowski, the guy who almost won, uh, Jesus Christ, excuse me, on uh, sa- on Saturday, started on the outside pole, and, and those two took right off. And I knew, I knew I couldn't let those guys get too far out ahead. I'd run out of laps like I did last or a few weeks ago when I raced up there. So I started six and just burned the thing up getting to them. And I reeled both, you know, Matt led Matt led probably half to thirty laps of the race, fifty lap race, and Vern was was staying right with him and I caught him and I'm thinking like, all right, cool. Like this race is coming right to me. Like yesterday, like we're just, we're just getting better and these guys are fading. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking pass these guys in lap traffic. Like I did yesterday. We're going to win both of them. Like starting to get excited. And then uh, Vern just drove around Matt and put a fucking half track on us. I'm like, Oh, mm. and I never passed Matt. Like I got to him and it got like super aero tight. And then it started getting really, really free down the straightaway. And I'm like, Oh, I, I burned it up. Uh, I've never done this before. <laughs> and uh, my right rear from Sunday was two. The two inner holes were gone. Whereas my right rear from Saturday could have gone 25 to 30 more laps before the one inner hole was gone. Interesting. I'm like, oh, I get it. I went too hard. Drove a mess <laughs> out of is what you're saying. But I started sixth out of the eight that we had and, and knew, you know, I was well over a straightaway behind those guys when I passed Russ Wood for third. So you, I, I had to. I mean, it was really, I didn't really have any other option. You know, if I'd have slowed my pace down to ride, I would have just had a bigger deficit. And I don't think they would have fallen off enough to make up the deficit. But um, either way, bags of excuses are for losers. So I finished third, uh, which is cool. Another podium. My last three races at Oxford were second, first, and then third. Um, good for business. Good for covering the tire bill. Cool that uh, Swanee, a pal, on another podium in a borrowed car. And uh, good for Vern Romanowski. He was, he's also from Maine. He lives in, like, strong Maine. Avon, Maine, I don't know, near the places that are uh, a bunch of letters and numbers that start with a T, <laughs> I think. And Vern's a super cool, di- uh, super cool guy. He raced with my dad, so it's good for the, good for him, good for Matt, good for me, I guess. And uh, we kept victory lane very brief on Sunday as we were instructed. I was like, yeah, I, uh, this was really fun. Oxford 250 is like the Super Bowl. Thanks to everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Then uh, I think the Mad Bomber Stonks were next. 
Maybe. They very well might but have been. There was yeah. some cool shit that happened in the heat races, though, right? The super late model heats. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of lot of beating and banging. Um, I know uh, Calvin Rose got the shit end of a stick at one point. Fucking Austin Terrace also was was involved in. Some yeah, the of first those. they started right off the first heat of the of the day, I think. Right, that was yeah. <clears throat> Nick Jenkins. I don't know if, what happened, but he got spun around, and Alan Tardiff hit him, and Austin was involved, and they all got stove up pretty bad. And then one of the heat races, Dan Winter got spun, and JT Thurlow clobbered him, and they got uh, tore up. And uh, Josh St. Clair in one of the heat races. Shipped Joey Pastore getting into three, got him up off the bottom. A lot of that because you can't you can't pass the second mm-hmm. groove shot, the third groove you got to be really good to make it work. So you just catfish on the curb and and you kind of try to wiggle the guy up in the left rear and get him off the bottom. And he did that to Joey and Joey spun him out the next corner. So uh, that didn't really work out for him. Um, there was so just like you know all the all the races. I think the super modified race might be the only race where that shit wasn't going on because we can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they they definitely tore up a lot of shit. Jeff Taylor was he got tore up in one of the heat races, not bad, but had like the hood was like falling off it. And I was told he dick stomped him in his set in his car. Oh, though, like half track. Yeah, yeah, like, fucking killed him. weren't even close. A lot of frame height disqualifications. Yeah, I think well, uh, I was, Joey Joey got tossed. Um, Tim Brackett, Cassius, uh, Ryan Moore. Cash didn't even make the race, did he? No, tough. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of frame height disqualifications. The, the the heat races were definitely the most exciting part of the day for sure. They usually are. Yeah, it always is. Yeah, between the Conties and that, yeah, it's it's the best part of the whole day is the heat race. Uh, sure. So the Mad Bombers were there. I think uh, Kyle Richardson won that race. Did Nate run his Mad Bomber? Um, yeah, he ran the ba- Bomber Stonk on Sunday. He, I don't remember. Should I remember? It was up. He's your driver. He was up top five. I know that. I think, but that's about it. Like this is this is just uh, what we mentioned with the fact that it felt like it was 148 days. There yeah. was a lot of shit that went on. So there's a lot of shit that is gonna. Saturday alone that. was 13 divisions. I think. Yeah. And again, by the time so Saturday, I got we got up to park the trailer. Like I said, that was at 6:30 a.m. Nate didn't even take the green in the limited until 8:30 p.m. Which that a quick math if my math is mathing is fourteen hours uh, and there was still plenty of racing after that too. So yeah, we I won my feature on Saturday at like four in the afternoon. <clears throat> we left after Smitty won the limited stonks at like eight thirty nine, and I'm pretty sure they were still racing cars at like eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Parks of mashing three days worth of racing into two. <clears throat> so uh, what else? We had the street stonks were street stonking on Sunday. Don't know what happened. Couldn't tell you. Didn't see a lap of that. Past modifieds were there. I know Brandon Varney won that race over Dan Brown and Ben Tinker. The Concies, I feel like, for the super late models were relatively tame compared to the heat races. I don't feel like they were. Was the Concie where Josh St. Clair monster trucks? No, that was that was the last chance. Last race. Okay. race. So. Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, they all blend together. <laughs> Trying to rack my brain here some because I did watch all the super late model stuff, but. Uh, Nothing standing out. So the next up would be the limited race, Charlie. Yeah. So uh, first time in a year uh, that I got to race the car, which was pretty cool. Uh, had that weekend plan for quite a while now, and luckily we made it happen somehow and went out in the limited and uh, went and finished third in my heat race. Uh, started third, finished third, uh, kind of just maintaining pace with the leaders there for a little bit. Uh, started fifth in the feature. Um, the car was just an absolute fucking dump truck. It was tight, 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 tight. Um, 
those that know me pretty well, I don't love a tight race car at all. I, I like the thing kind of just pogoing on the right rear and getting it through the corner. Very much was not doing that or any of the things that I like in a race car. Um, who knows why at this point, but um, we we're still maintaining pace pretty good. Like we we're, like I said, running the same times as the leaders. Just I, did, I wasn't comfortable in the car and went out in the feature and got up to third, uh, winding the laps down there. And uh, yellow comes out late in the race, right? And mind you, at this stage in the race, it's like actively raining. Like the the windshield is wet. Like you go into the corner, like you, you're breaking traction. Like it's 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 fucking it's raining at this point. And I, I understand the track. Like they they gotta get the show in, and and it is what it is. Yellow comes out. Well, I'm third, and Oxford scores forward, right? So I beat Dylan Thing back to the line. I'm third on the board. I know I'm third. Dylan knows I'm third. Well, they just cross us up, and Dylan did exactly what I would have done, where his spotter is saying, just move up, move up, move up, move up, move up. And I couldn't get into where I needed to be because everybody was already crossing up, and I I basically got fucked, and I restarted fourth when I should have been third, um, which it is what it is. I get the track needed to get the show, and, and I would have done the same thing if I was Dylan, whatever. Uh, so... We come up off of four. We take the green. I go, you know, a huge gap to the inside of me underneath Dylan. I fill the hole um, behind me. Apparently, I don't know why or what. Nate Levitt didn't appear to like that and uh, just lost his mind and fucking drove through the back of me. Um, I was also told or we were thought um, that if you were brought a second car for the second race, that the initial rule was it was going to be six tires. Use them as you please throughout the entire weekend. If somebody shows up on Sunday, they're getting four. That is just is what it is. So I never thought about it. I didn't think that it was going to be an issue at all. But when Nate drove Saturday, I considered that no different than hauling the thing out and pulling another car in and me racing Sunday. Also part of why we changed the number and all that stuff because we are the C3. And uh, apparently filtering through uh, Nate, didn't like that I was going to get four tires. So he uh, bitched and moaned, and that was part of why I only got two tires like the rest of everybody, even though I hadn't been on the racetrack yet. So that was fine. We went out there, and we were still legitimately beating him, and that must have frustrated him, which sucks because I like Nate Lovett a lot. We've I've known him for years since I was a little tiny baby and uh, got a lot of respect for him, but he just cleaned me out. That's simple as that. Disappointing. Uh, like I said, I like Nate a lot. He's a better race car driver than that cleaned me out and uh i think we still ended up finishing sixth or seventh uh try to get him back a little bit just to get him squirrely let him know that i wasn't pumped about that and it is what it is i guess um it was cool to know that you know even after not being in it in a year i still had a legitimate shot at winning the race and we were in a trophy spot there for a little while and just sucks on lap 34 and a half to get wiped the fuck out but it was quite a clusterfuck of a finish. Bubba Pelton got to the lead um, over Smitty and Colby Meserve. Colby looked like he probably had the best car. And he was working Bubba over, working Bubba over. And, and similar to the uh, last chance race incident that we're going about to touch on, Colby got a run, got Bubba wiggled up off the curb. And Bubba's obviously fighting for the win and not just going to let him have it. So he crowds him down and, and uh, Colby drives over his left rear, launches over him, spins himself out, which brings out the yellow with however many laps to go late in the race. And Bubba held on for the win. I think Smitty was second. Dylan was, I think Dylan ended up third. Then they had the super late model last chance race, 50 lap hooligan race, probably what? 15 cars, 16 cars in it. And, uh, Curtis Gary was in the field. So Scott McDaniel starting on the pole. 
Uh, Joey DeWiron's in the field. Nick, uh, I always want to call him Nick. Josh St. Clair um, was in the field because when he got spun out in his heat, he never drew a caution, so we had to start up back in the Concy. And uh, Scott jumped, uh, Scott McDaniel jumped out to a pretty big lead, um, but which is that's what you do. You're just going to run away. You know, it's the last. They're only taking the winner. And uh, Josh St. Clair was really good. He drove around Curtis on the top. And like I said, there was no top groove really for those guys. So he drives around Curtis and runs McDaniel down. 50 lap race. You just drove around the 7G. If I'm him, it's really the only car you're probably worried about in the race other than maybe uh, Joey DeWiron when they hooked the sway bar back up after changing shocks. <laughs> and uh, but, he, but he was ahead of those guys and pulling away. So he catches the 14 and lap 15, he, he gets him up off the bottom. And he... It's one thing if you wiggle the guy up, you get him off the bottom, and you get your nose in there, and you kind of drag, 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 little bites, get up in there, and then the next corner, you kind of just get yourself in there. Well, he gets him in there, and then just gasses the thing up and drives straight over his left rear and tears the entire left rear quarter panel and window out of McDaniel's car, folds his nose and airbox underneath the car, and then by the time the thing lands, he then just hangs a right and spins him out. Well, in the meanwhile, the whole field split him, and he's lost a bunch of spots anyway. He blended back in in second, but the whole nose and airbox is folded underneath the car. And he goes down into one, goes to turn. The thing doesn't turn. He just goes straight in the pits. And I'm like, man, like I'm such a big Josh St. Clair fan. I love watching him race, but it's like, dude, it was lap 15 of 50, and you just drove around the guy who's now leading and will goes on to win the last chance race. Like, you were good. You were fine. Just like a little ounce of patience, man. I, I get it. I Some accuse me of destroying half the field in a hooligan race on lap one uh, once, too. So who am I to talk? But. It was frustrating to watch because I think he had the best car and, and was going to get his way into the race and and then didn't. But yeah. made for a show, anyways. And, and one quick thing too, just to go back on my thing before we jumped into that was we we took that whole tire situation as a compliment too. By the way, like it, it was what it was. We put two tires straight into impound. Um, like I said, just took it as a compliment. We went out there and uh, just disappointed with uh, how that went down. And you know they they knew where they. They, we, they knew that we were there, I guess is what I needed to say. But yep. anyway, um, so LCQ was rowdy, sounds like. And yeah. then the most awesome thing happened on Sunday. It fucking rained for like an hour. <laughs> it did. That wasn't awesome. Yeah. No, it was not awesome. <clears throat> My shit was fucking soaked. Yeah, it nice. was. It was. Uh, damn. damn. So so we we missed like the little, the, the last <laughs> little bit of the limited Moist race. We, because uh, it started, it, it it looked like it was going to rain for like hours and hours and hours. And then it just wasn't. And we were looking at radars and it, it was like saying it was raining, but it wasn't. And then you'd feel like a drop. And I was just telling everyone, I'm like, it's not going to rain. Like it's not going to rain. It It's not. It was, I was like, Nope, it's not going to rain. And it is like looking, it looks dark. Like it is actually pouring right now. And I'm like, well, this is all missed us. So like, there's a dark cloud over there that has already gone over us. There was no rain. There's a dark cloud over there on the left. It was on whatever. So then it starts to sprinkle and I'm like, it's not going to rain. It's not. And then it was like downpouring and I'm like, all right, it's going to rain. It's raining. So, um, you know, but it was, it was just, a, it was light when it started, but so then we're like, oh, let's just leave the blanket and go get, grab a couple of free beers from the camper. And then we'll obviously come back in when everything starts again. And so I get everyone to run. I'm like, Hey, like guys, like let's run, literally run to the camper because like, I don't want to miss like any of the 250 or any of that stuff. So I'm like, let's get over there, get some, uh, you know, get some beers and have, have a couple and then go back in. Well, we get there and we get underneath the easy up and then it starts downpouring and we're just like, Oh fuck. Like fuck. Cause like you could tell it wasn't going to last long, but it was also like, it is going to be soaked and it's going to take forever to dry the track. 
um, which it did. And so obviously we were sitting out there for a while. And, um, you know, at that point there was a lot of cars that hadn't made the race. Um, I think, you know, Cassius Clark didn't make the race. Joey DeWiron at the time didn't make the race. Jeremy Wharf, Ryan Moore, um, you know, a lot of those guys didn't make their uh, fucking Calvin Rose was just selling t-shirts on the top of his heat race after getting spun. And he had a really fast car, but, uh, you know, all those guys didn't make the race. So Reagan comes out into the pits and he's just like, well, we didn't make it. And I'm like, well, fuck. Cause I picked Joey DeWire in like half my race pools. I'm like, ah, shit. So he's sitting there and he had like just sat down got dejected. And then he gets a call and I could hear that like on the other the line, he's just like, Hey, we're, we're in. And he's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm at the camper. I'll, I'll be right in. And then he just fucking hangs the phone up and he's like, we're in the 250. He gets all like giddy and fucking like walks away. And I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. Cause like, I was like, Who, who's getting provisionals? I got it out of this deal. Like it was a, it was a weird, I know we have a, a Patreon question that, that was uh, talking about provisionals. So we'll, we'll touch on that in a little bit, but uh, no, obviously the rain came and um, deterred everything. Um, we were supposed to record last night, which would have been significantly easier, I think, for everybody. Um, had microphones, literally spent $250 worth of microphones um, just to be able to record last night because we didn't want to do the stupid like USB mics we started doing the show with because those are absolutely terrible. So we literally went and bought in a guitar center only. They didn't just have the microphones and they didn't just have the microphone. Like literally we needed the ones that just already have the cord attached cheap deals i was like oh they're probably like 25 30 bucks whatever no you had to spend 65 dollars on each of them and then they all came with like literal stands like you're singing so like and it was completely unnecessary but they're now just in the way no uh, we did do a lot of singing this weekend we probably yeah. could have used them. we did <laughs> yeah and that actually fucking rolls perfectly into the start of the oxford 250 boy does it <laughs> boy fucking does it yeah so um uh, anyone that has ever been around like myself, Charlie, you know, we have a couple, couple friends, a lot of people that uh, enjoy the hockey know that when <laughs> we are watching an American Canadian tour race, we're probably going to sing the Canadian national anthem. <laughs> and boy, did we, and it was to the point where like, obviously like, at this point in the day, I am like, we've been drinking all day, but like, I still am physically present. And like, I mentally present as well. And like, I'm, I'm like, I don't want to be like, overbearing and like really draw i don't like drawing a lot of attention to myself like that until i get to a certain level of drunk and i'm not there yet so i'm like oh like i'll just give it you know and then everyone around me just starts singing it like ties there fucking i don't even know who else was like part of it but they were like standing around with me and i just started like full-blown belting it out and then like there was a specific cut through like a hot knife through butter there, there so was they make all the pit crews stand on the first row of pit road uh during driver introductions and then we all face the flags and you just hear oh canada <laughs> and i hear swanson just go <laughs> and i start laughing I, I look at my dad i go you hear all our buddies in the bar and he like kind of listens and then another Brad, another second time Brad just cuts through. He's like, yep, heard Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I, so, so Great I started, tune. I Great started tune. it and then there was Good like, fucking tune. there was a couple people around us that just knew it. Like, I think Daniel was one of them, obviously. And in Ty and like, there, so people started singing, but it still wasn't that loud. And then like, they hit like the last fucking verse of the song and everyone in the grandstands, it felt like was just going absolutely like full blown, full crank, just 
okay. And I'm like, holy fuck. And I look and like Cole Butcher's whole crew is standing like next to the car and they're all like looking up at the bar. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, Considering Cole Butcher got the loudest booze of any driver, but for the introductions and it wasn't even close. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So they're probably like, what the fuck? Are these people like us? <laughs> yeah. Well, then fucking so in everyone like at this point, I don't give a flying fuck about like drawing attention to myself because like now, like I can tell that we got the whole like attention of everyone on the racetrack right now. And so the song just ends and everyone starts like clapping for themselves, like and obviously the national anthem like they do. And like, so everyone's like fucking high five doing whatever. <laughs> One more song. <laughs> and, I'm just, and, and like there's a couple people that were in front of me that just did not enjoy what we were doing. You shouldn't, have been, <laughs> you're you shouldn't have been at the bar then. And so like they, I think that they were like booing Cole at some point or like booing just like what we were doing. There was, awful, there was like only like a couple racist to hate the Canadians. Uh, there was only a couple of them that were doing it. But then like Cole turns around this whole crew, like right at the end of the song. And I'm just like, it's fucking butcher time, baby. Let's go. And ever then, then more people were upset with that. And then there the two is. guys that were upset, <laughs> really upset, got up and fucking wa- like moved away from us, which was probably fine. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and then obviously uh, the 250 happened in uh, O Canada. Oh, <laughs> Canada. Cole Butcher started it off with a bang. Lap six, <laughs> drives right the fuck through Jimmy Boom! Renfro, spins him out for the lead and gets put to the back. Lap six. Six. Yeah. Uh, out of how many, Bob? 250. <laughs> what lap was it again? Uh, six, which in hindsight, <laughs> meh, whatever. All it did was he just cost himself probably 10 grand in lap money, but yeah. um, it was hard to see from the infield, and we were still setting up, you know, the the pit gear and stuff and the race gets going and and uh Derek Nealon was on the on the horn for Austin Terrace. That's who we were working for and and uh caution, 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 double zero down in the in the infield. And I look up and I see Jimmy Renfro come buzzing out of the infield. I'm like, that was the leader. That was the fucking leader. And we're six laps into this. And then uh, yeah. Derek comes on there. Yeah, they put the 53 to the rear for spinning the double zero. And uh, immediately I get like three text messages. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I we had Cole on the show last week. Super cool dude. He hit every car he passed in the heat race. So. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I'd probably have a beer with Cole. I don't know that I'd want to race with him. <laughs> he put on a clinic in the heat race, went from ninth to the lead in the second heat race, but he he, hit, he did it in like a corner. And he hit everyone. <laughs> he hit everyone, and including Nick Cusack for the lead. Had about turned right around getting into three. Um, But they put him to the back and uh, he did say sorry on Facebook for, for spinning Jimmy Renfro and Jimmy was pissed, which I don't blame him. Like, I mean, he caused Jimmy a lot of lap money too. Got, got spun out on lap fucking six. Lead even even if, even if Jimmy's running second, he, and Jimmy probably like from at least, I know there's a lot of cars, a lot of comers and goers, but it looked like Jimmy was probably the best car there. He had a really good car and, and getting spun out by Cole Butcher. I don't think was the worst thing that happened to him during the race. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so on the restart, um, Mike Hopkins takes off, Drives uh, out to the lead over over Cookie. I started making notes during the race. Just we, we picked a couple good guys to, uh, to have get on, on the show. Yeah, yeah. They, they both won heat races, and then uh, they both started up front. And then uh, with the ballsiest move of the day, award goes to Dave Farrington for driving right the fuck through Mike Rowe, running third and spinning him out in the middle of the straightaway. And uh, they didn't throw the caution, even though it stacked the whole field up, which was uh, not throwing the caution, I think was the trend of the night. Set the tone early for that. Austin passed like seven cars on the backstretch because he just shipped it out top. And, and it was, I had actually moved because from standing in the pit box, you couldn't see because everybody's pit equipment. So I was like standing more closer towards like the go-kart track and the backstretch, like out in the middle of the field. So I see it clear as day. Well, uh, Derek's relaying information to Austin because he's balls deep in traffic. 
Mike's fucking doing a 360 in the middle of the racetrack, and this car is going everywhere, and Derek doesn't see it, which he's not, I don't, I'm not saying he's wrong, but he wasn't looking that far ahead, because I don't blame him, he's worried about Austin, who's two, three wide, and and then he's like, shit, no, go high, go high, rip top, 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 they're not checking up, no yellow, go, 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 and Austin just blows by like seven cars up top, and gets back in line, and they stayed green for another half a lap until everybody else that was jammed up. I think Garrett Hall ended up getting spun into a light pole. Um, they did. They eventually threw the caution for that, but I'm like, whoa, that had the potential to be way bigger than it needed to be. And also, I hope Mike gets back to him and pays him back for that one. But uh, Mike had a day. He got abused out there pretty badly. I saw a lot of people run into the 24 car. Well, I, in the I race. think he was in every wreck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he was and legitimately in every until wreck. eventually he got taken out. Um, I don't see how it started. I looked up and Barker got spun getting into three. Um, Farrington and, and Austin Terrio were kind of washing up the hill with Barker as he spun. So the wreck's kind of self-clearing and, and Mike just committed to the top and drove out over the three turn wide open. And that's where my dad's truck and trailer was still parked. And I'm like, dad, I think micro might've hit our hauler. <laughs> like, he just went off the three wide the fuck open. And then Matt was like, isn't there like a pond back there? And oh, he was like, in the drink. And we're like, oh, shit. And uh, then Derek comes on the radio. Yeah, they might be a minute. One of the tow trucks is stuck trying to pull Mike out of the pond. <laughs> he, he kept going, though. It didn't take him out of the race, I don't think. Yeah. No, it's so funny. Like, the, it's not naturally there, but then when it rains a lot, it is there. And I, I, I remember like, when I was a kid. Yeah, like, it's not, I, supposed, it's not yeah. a on-purpose pond. Yeah. No. There's <laughs> like, you I, can't go fishing in it. I remember, I remember the, going. Uh, might. It's well, Oxford County. Yeah. I remember going to Oxford one time as a kid, and just, like, the whole, like, during the races, I was just like, dad, I really want someone to go over into that pond. Like, I just want to see what happens. And then like, I went to go take a piss and I came back and they were pulling someone out of the pond and it has haunted me ever since. There was the worst I ever saw one year. Tyson Jordan in an act type late model. The thing was like to the window deep. Like you could just see the roof. Mm. Not good. Somebody should should get him out of there before he drowns. How to, how to make any track owner or promoter lose their fucking mind is get the tow truck stuck. (laughs) (laughs) And it actually, it didn't end up taking that long. Like they got and and I think Austin Terrio was in the worst shape. He was legitimately wrecked and out of the race. So they had to get him up out of there too. But uh, that was when I stopped making notes for the race because we had to go to work and change tires and do shit. So mm-hmm. what else happened? Uh, I went to go take a piss and missed. Cookie the, led a lot of the, laps. Yeah, Cookie, Cookie did lead yeah. a lot of laps. He was bad fast in the early stages. We uh, really looked really smart for the people that we got on for the road of the 250 mm-hmm. for quite a while. And then obviously at the end, I mean, we had Cole on last week. But uh, no, I, I so I get up and um, you know, I, I'm going to take a piss. And I when I got up, it was the yellow, obviously. Kurt Gary, Jimmy Renfrew, one, two. I come back. They are not one, two anymore. And they are very far back. And I was like, what the fuck happened? And they're just like, they missed the pits. And I was like, how do you do that? And they're just like, oh, like they, like they wasn't open when they went by or something. And I was just like, oh fuck. Like that's a big, so that was the caution. That was on lap one eighty, And I think everybody on the racetrack pitted, um, including us. So that's why I missed it. But I was reading on Facebook, I guess Kurt was the leader and Jimmy passed him as the yellow came out or was passing him. So there was a, a dispute over who was where and one official like was telling him to swap spots and another official open pit road, but those two didn't see it, I guess. Mm. And everybody else did. So they missed their opportunity to pit with that cycle, which means now you have to pit the next time by and you're going to be in the shit. And I think both of them got caught up in wrecks almost immediately after that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jimmy rebounded. And I still think had an okay finish. Kirk got tore up and I think was, was at the back, but Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean think, uh, Barker. Barker had an interesting strategy that was forced, um, not 
not like trying to be a strategist, but literally had to change his tires because a chunk of like pavement sealer got stuck to the left front and caused the car to like bounce and chatter so bad that they're like, Oh, fuck it. Just change the tires now. Mm. So he cycled to the lead and got some, got to lead some laps, but faded obviously because he had way more laps on his tires than everybody else. And uh, Joey DeWire ended up driving to the lead and Joey had to take a provisional as we talked about. So it's 41st to first at that point. And he looked really good when he got out front. Yeah. Um, and then, like clockwork, Clifford the Big Red fucking Camaro or whatever it was. Which Clifford the Big Red race car. Rewind to Saturday morning. Cole was parked right across the right across the way from me, so I walk over to him, give him a couple stickers, and you know, dap him up, tell him good luck, and he puts them on immediately and blows the engine up. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> that, did, that did happen. Yeah. So uh, during the draw for the 250, <clears throat> I went down and uh, I was I wanted to go see everyone while I could. So and I was obviously just out in the parking lot, like drinking, having a good time, like letting the day go by. And then I was just like, wait, I kind of want to go see the draw. I kind of want to go over there. And like, obviously, Mike told us to fucking draw for him. But um, so I get down there and, and Derek and Cole are standing next to each other. And I'm just like, Cole, like just wanted to come and you know say hello. I've never actually talked to you in person. He's just like, yeah, we got the stickers on the car. And I was like, yeah, I heard you blew it up right after you put them on. He's like, well, we did do that. And I was just like, fuck. <laughs> um, and obviously, like told him good luck or whatever. And then I see Hopkins is in line. I come over and uh, you know I'm like, hey. Like I just shooting shit with him, and then I ended it. I was just like, "Well, I'm gonna get the fuck out of your way because you certainly don't want me drawing for you." And I think he ended up on the pole of his whatever he he was in. So a uh, lot lot better this year um, for for those guys. Lot really good for our pals, and and yeah, it did look like Joey was gonna win the race for a while. And Joey and and fucking uh, Cole both had BFP stickers on their cars. So at that point, I'm just like, I just need one of these guys to win this race, and uh, luckily they did. Huh. So. Good for those guys. DJ Shaw ended up fourth. Um, Johnny Clark fifth. Goob was, or I'm sorry, Johnny was fourth. Goob was fifth. Cookie was sixth. He just he got tight on his second set of tires. That he once it did fade, it was pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, Austin Terrace, our day. He started uh, 35th. Was looking like we were gonna have to go through the hooligan race, but uh, Ryan Morgan and DQ'd got him in through the Concy. So we started 35th, and he drove up to eighth at one point. Things were going good, and uh, then he kind of faded. Caught a yellow. Um, <clears throat> well, I caught a, got a yellow on lap 180. We pitted with everybody else. And uh, me and Matt Swanson, we were fucking on the Thunder Guns, uh, changing tires. My dad was carrying for me. Kevin Douglas was carrying for him. John Lazat was doing fuel. We had like an all-star crew of drivers yeah. doing this fucking pit stop. And uh, we nailed it. Nobody died. Nobody got hurt. Matt did miss two out of the uh, 10 lugs, but that's fine. 80% per wheel still good. <laughs> still good enough ratio. Yeah. Um, Austin started picking him off, drove, drove his way back up to 10th, but that was really about it. It was too free. Uh, we must have over-adjusted, or the second set of tires was a little bit off, but uh, good enough for him. You know, good enough for us. Top 10 days, still solid. And uh, so Cole Butcher probably, what, he drive by Joey with 10 to go, 15 to go? Yeah, I think it was 20, 15, Maybe 20, more something like that. that yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, he ended up uh, pulling away after he got by Joey. Um, but, yeah, huh. it was a school. Obviously, I had to go down to victory lane and uh, – <clears throat> Go get a picture with the uh, you know the sticker on the car. I, I was just taking a video and then like I'm standing there and I think uh, Min was like, ah, oh, go, go get a picture. And I was just like, there's like four kids that are in front of me. I was like, I am not getting in front of these kids to go get a picture with Cole. <laughs> like I just wanted to get a picture with him pointing at the BFP sticker. And then obviously I ended up getting in there for a while. I didn't but. even see it. What did the trophy look like this year? So they were, uh, it was very, very tall and it was like four post gold. Um, I think there might've been like three tiers. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I saw people were bitching on Facebook that it was like a Mickey Mouse trophy, but I, I that's yeah. not even why I asked. I was legitimately curious. I yeah. didn't see it. Yeah. Because last year, I think it was like the old like cup style, like 
Yeah, they like, brought they brought that back, but that's got that's got to be expensive to make. Like, I can't it's, imagine it's cheap. No, yeah. yeah. But I remember when the year that Curtis Gary won and he brought it to Beecher, yeah. like that's fucking badass. Yeah. Like, it literally looks like the old Winston Cup trophy. Yeah, it, which is the one, which sick. is what they always used to give. <clears throat> um, which is funny. I was reading this on Facebook um, today. Steve Perry raffled off a motorhome, uh-huh. and uh, Ronnie Nason won it. Ronnie's Ralph Nason's son. Ronnie was Scott's crew chief for a while. Wicked good dude. And they were talking about the motorhome, and and Steve, they were Steve's like, well, what, what, whatever. It's, you know, Steve owns mainly awards. Like they build trophies. Probably built these trophies. So what, whatever happened to your dad's? You know, two fifty trophies. Ralph won it three times, and he's like, oh, I don't know. One of them's in. I think my sister has one, and one's in the office, and there's one in, in my shop. But I'm about ready to get fucking rid of it. It's right in the way. <laughs> Steve's like, well, don't, geez, don't do that. You know, that's there's a lot of history there. Yeah, and. um so Ronnie gave it to him. So I don't know what Steve's going to do with it, but probably do something cool with it. Try to preserve it. It's it's beat up. It looks like it'd been moved and mm, yeah. it had fucking grind, like it was in the way, grinding <laughs> dust and been used as a as a bench top. And <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, that just tells you the old school racers, man, they were something different when yeah. the Oxford two fifty. I get that fucking trophy out of the way, which <laughs> perfectly encapsulates Ron, uh, Ralph Nason. Yeah, I bet the check's not Mickey Mass. Um, no. no. But There's that. some wild stat, like the Ralph Nason's career earnings at Oxford Plain Speedway are like a quarter of a million dollars or something wild like that. Mm. He did win three 250s, so that's yeah. at least 75000 Right. And that's, <laughs> that's if you didn't lead any laps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, weren't, wait, weren't any of his, the 50,000? And they might have been, I don't know. I think that those were, those were when they were 50, so that's 150. All right I know like, is the Ralph Nason episode of Open Trailer is hysterical because Ralph doesn't give a shit about the three he won. He's pissed about the one in fucking 1971 or whatever that he, that he knows he won, but he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> they gave it to some NASCAR guy because it was a NASCAR race. <laughs> well, we do have some, uh, I think we have a lot of Patreon questions to Pat get Ryan. to. I do, uh, do got to bring up that uh, this episode is again brought to you by BTX Global Logistics. BTX Global Logistics can provide the freight solutions you need. New location in Portland, Maine, whether it's domestic less than a truckload, full truckload, international air or ocean freight. Uh, BTX's global footprint has solutions for you. Contact Jay Ireland at btxglobal.com for more information and uh, get a beer if you mention BFP and the fact that you heard it here. So thank you again to Josh Ireland uh, helping us uh, get some campers paid for to be parked on the parking in the parking lot at the Oxy 250. Jesus Christ. Uh, Easy for me to say. but uh, Him too. Yep. All right. First one we got dialed up here is Kevin Bouchois. Boucher, Boucher. He hung out with you, with you guys yesterday. Yep. Um, BFP for the Super Bowl halftime show. Absolutely. We'll, we'll uh, <laughs> sign us up. We'll start off with the Canadian National Anthem, follow it up with um, the American National Anthem. And then what's the Toby Keith song? Fucking American <laughs> girls. American guys. We'll, we'll always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see old glorified. There's a lot of men dead. So when we sit down, yeah, you get it. Uh, put down your sled. Canada, we stand <laughs> on guard for thee. It's fucking butcher time, baby. Okay. Your child is sleeping yeah. in this home. You know that, right? Yeah, it's like three stories up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so maybe maybe not the halftime uh, Super Bowl show, Kevin. Maybe we should start the game. Mm. Um, yeah. We'll do the flyover. <laughs> 
Did, did any of you <laughs> motherfuckers like see human the cannonball? <laughs> yeah. Did any of you see the parasailer that went over the track? Yeah. Was it sa- Saturday? Yeah, Sunday? I saw that guy buzzing around. I was like, that, uh, that I would die instantly. Mm. Uh, Jordan Powell, uh, I really thought the turn four wall at Daytona was going to claim another victim, but not this time. It may have won the battle, but not the damn war. Yeah, Ryan Blaney um, really hit the wall at metric fuck done. And, I uh, heard it was very Dale-esque. Yep, he got hooked in the right rear and went straight up out of four and hit the wall head on. Was that also spot. Sterling Marlin's fault? Or? Uh, no, I believe it was Ty Gibbs. No, oh. Christopher Bell. No, Ty Gibbs. Somebody mm. spun somebody into him. I don't remember who. It was probably Ty Gibbs. I think Ty Gibbs spun Christopher Bell down into him in the right rear. Yeah, he gets us. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> he got him. Um, <laughs> he got him. Mikey! <laughs> you got him, Mikey! You got him! Uh, you sure hope dale's okay he wasn't uh cameron jackson (laughs) uh pleasure to see everyone this weekend how about the thursday night incident i don't know wasn't there i was hanging out with the guy who's got the next question a lot lot of speculation going on there so Uh, i don't think that there's much speculation but uh (laughs) just some of our friends were involved and we don't want to talk about it allegedly we've we've heard a lot of we've heard a lot of the exact same story from a lot of different people so but it's allegedly right. Mm. We also Everything don't know what alleged. happened because we weren't there. Yeah, yeah. So don't ask us. Uh, Reed. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I was hanging out with the guy who's got the next question. Yeah. Reed Reno says, how are the jello shots, Bobby? They were delicious. Uh, Mitch Brown, any blown motors this past weekend, fellas sucks. I couldn't make it up there this past weekend and party went and party with y'all. See you boys at the fall final in a few weeks. Yes, sir. We will be there. And yes, sir. I also blew my motors. <laughs> All of them. Did Same you, night. Did you though. blow the rear end? Um, no, no. Well, I did in lineup. So that was cool. Mm. <laughs> I, I, uh, I had a couple bad rear end, uh, Oh, and mishaps, but not in my pants. They were in the toilet bowl blown rear end while that's, wearing your pants. No. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's good. Off. Uh, Matt scene. He says any new curse words heard recently just added fuck knuckle and thunder cunt. <laughs> Kristen Wilson Smith loves a thunder cunt. <laughs> <laughs> what a word. And uh, then Perry Webb follows up was I hope I hope Clitty Litter <laughs> makes your vocabulary. I made that shit up in the eighties as in Charlie won't eat four things. I now know one of them is Clitty Litter. There are variations. Clitty clumps, Clitty <laughs> Cream, the James Brown version, Jungle Jam. That was back when they didn't shave. Let me know if you need any more. Uh, <laughs> good to see Perry Webb is alive and well. Yeah. Uh, what a couple throwbacks there too. Clitty litter. It's always good things. to hear from Perry Webb and know that he is still all. I'm not. I'm still not convinced he's not a bot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chat GPT created a character based off us three, and that's it's what it Perry is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Not not really any like swear words, but like if you hang around, like my buddy Chris Gagne, C Money, love C Money. Shout out to him. Uh, I, there's a lot of different things that you can call someone, including like a fucking meatloaf or a meat melon or a meat muncher or fucking a meat whistle. <laughs> yeah, a meat whistle. Doofus. Douche yeah. nod. <laughs> the dueling doofuses. Yeah. Oh, that's a fucking. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Woodrow jerk uh, off good, good pal Wood, Woody put cat here uh, Brad did you almost get your ass kicked by anyone in victory lane with all that DG 12 stuff on or did they realize that you were hammered and that you thought you were back at DG's trailer uh, no I didn't actually um, it was very bizarre that uh, I, I was gonna I was head to toe in Derek Griffith attire with getting a picture with uh, Cole Butcher but uh, yeah, I know you, were, they, you were super fan status <laughs> yeah I know that they they both like each other what, there's what, a term for that Bob when we got back from uh, <laughs> when we got back from it raining I just walked into the camper and just walked back out with the I just grabbed the first hoodie that I found and Amanda was wearing that one the night before I guess I just saw photo evidence of it for the first time and uh, I was ready to ready to rip so speaking of that before we move on I meant to 
to say this part of the story. So we're getting ready to do the 250. It's getting chilly anyway. It hasn't started raining. Start sprinkling. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I need to bring my sweatshirt um, in the infield or else I'm going to have a very bad time. So I go down to my race trailer. No sweatshirt. And now it's pouring rain. And for me to go get a sweatshirt, I got to walk all the way to the camper in the pouring rain. I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? I only had one option for sweatshirts. Was it your fire suit? Well, no, it was my own sweatshirt. Mm. So I had to put on one of my own, mm. walk through the entire length of the pit area. I see my dad and I'm like, <sighs> he's like, what was it? It was the only fucking sweatshirt I had in the trailer. And he's like, what's wrong with that? I go, because it's me. I'm not fucking wearing this. So I wore it just long enough to get out to the camper and get an original wheel man. Never trust a man mm. who wears his own. So Merge. I will wash it and repackage it and sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I did one of those this weekend too. Uh, <laughs> not not washing it this weekend, but uh, there was there was definitely a hoodie that Charlie or I wore at least once that got washed. And I was like, well, this is oh, there's for this. sure a hand less than a handful of people that are actively wearing merch that we've worn at least one time yeah <laughs> you never know every once in a while you need fucking two sweatshirts on a or it's like hey you, you got a medium or a large it's like <laughs> fuck have this one yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. brad brad mayerman and i gave it to him i didn't sell it to him but brad got my personal bobby timmons mulkern racing 48 t-shirt because it was the only one i had left yeah, <laughs> yeah. that'll happen uh perry webb followed that up with i watched a race on mav tv and you were in it i was proud to recognize someone from bfp were you just trying to do donuts in the middle of the race more power to you bro what does that even mean well he said what must have been watching an old modified race that woody was in there was they just oh, recently woody that makes way they more. just mm. recently they just recently had the star speedway the star speedway tri-track race was on mav tv the only reason i know that is because tom the modified guy was fucking had a chubby a cat couldn't scratch because his gopros were on there uh, yeah more is cool for tom more Come importantly on. what he answers perry says you mean at the end of the race how's your cock and balls feeling all healed up <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're still waiting on a reply oh fuck <sighs> so slim michael barbieri he, he chimes in next checking up on everyone's livers hope you all are fearing are faring well pissed i wasn't able to make it north for the 250 working a new job that requires a 7 a.m start time in western mass so on a monday took the win congrats bob on your first big block super win uh two foot in friday sounds like was the winning recipe for saturday see y'all at the fall final yeah i was told i had a great time on friday mm -hmm. yep um, yep you did uh, amanda <laughs> amanda makes a hell of a hype girl though like she's a hell of a wing woman yeah uh, except for when she's just flat wrong but they'll <laughs> 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 have that uh john ward what's your thoughts on the provisionals that were handed out i'm guessing i'm not the only one wondering why cassius didn't get one so i believe um shout out to john saw him a bunch this weekend um Cassius would have only been eligible for like the past winter. Wouldn't they it? don't do that anymore. So yeah. they haven't for a while, but people just remember the days when they did do that and just assume it's that every year. I don't so, even know who got provisionals. So there's the way it's supposed to be is it's basically guys that were fully committed to pass or Oxford. If, yeah. If it's every, any, there was the highest, highest running points, Oxford weekly driver, which I believe was Kate, Kate Ray. Ray. Yeah. Yep. Then it was anybody who's run, every race right at oxford plus or, if you if you enter super early which is i believe why the 18 got one yeah uh, michael scorzelli and then any patreon like, pal like yeah, a, like that, your, if the current Don't know him, i love him like current pass well. whatever yeah which so that what that would have been what th maybe three or four yeah i think yeah, dwyer uh, obviously joey dwyer got one and i think that was it they were the only three I feel like so. Who was the three? One. Kate Ray, Joey Dwyer, and who? Michael Scorzelli. Michael Scorzelli. That makes sense. I'm trying to figure out. 
I feel like there was because they more, they didn't even start the fl- it was like forty one right uh, that took the green. I think they started yeah forty one which past times they've had it had as to much have been more like than that then because we we started we started thirty fifth and we were one of the last cars in so I, guess I don't know <clears throat> I want to say forty one took the green yeah but yeah. usually it's usually it's like forty three to forty six ish but I would assume that anybody who would have been eligible for a provisional was already I, in I don't I don't I don't want to be rude in asking this because you're wearing his hat but did dennis spencer get a provisional no i think he made it in okay i think he yeah i think he made it in. yeah shout out to spencer paving group everybody that finished on the podium got a spencer paving group oxford 250 hat also wicked big shout out they pay so we talked about they paved the infield and the they redid the the pit road at oxford didn't know this so we showed up but they actually paved in front of the grandstands on the back stretch yeah which pretty rad fucking awesome Mm -hmm. yeah I'm gonna take a. Oh, they don't have the finishing order up, do they? What? Wait, are we talking about Corey's question? Yeah, trying to figure out who the provisionals were. It's bugging me now. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I can't think of the more other than other than the ones that we already said. I think everybody else made it, but I don't know. I guess it's not that important. Perfect. Uh, Next one, uh, Corey Roussel. Yeah, was heat number four the most stacked heat race you've ever seen? Six former 250 winners. Yeah, there was there was definitely two heats that were loaded with. Like I went and talked to Joey Pastore, and I was like, "How's it going, bud?" And he just laughs in my face, and I'm like, "Are you having fun?" He's like, "No, I drew last in my heat, and I'm the worst car in my heat." <laughs> Holy fuck! And Joey went on to finish seventh in the race. Keep that in mind. So he had a good little race car, but. He had, a, yeah, I think he was in that. Is that he, a different car, the white one? No, they just wrapped it. Ah, same car as Mike Rowe, Trevor Sanborn, Joey Dwyer, Ben Rowe, Ben Ashline, Johnny Clark, Eddie McDonald, Cassius Clark, Joey Pastore, Kyle D'Souza, Jeremy Wharf, and Kevin Kimball. Pretty that's, that's loaded heat race. Heat race. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Uh, Corey Roussel. We literally just. Read oh that. right, sorry. Uh, Brent <laughs> Young. Uh, what's your favorite color? Black. From my five-year-old daughter, whose name I still don't think you can pronounce. Avi. Yeah, Avi. Avi. Avril Lavigne. Yes. Yeah. Aviators. Uh, favorite color? I don't, I don't know. Plaid. Uh, Is the skater um, green? <laughs> Red. Raw aluminum. Red. <laughs> uh. Eric Tavares, can we talk to Thunder Road or Stafford to do the national anthems for either the Milk Bowl or Fall Fall? Don't believe they're going to let us do anything. I would. Be I don't. I don't <laughs> think that they should do that. I think we personally. should do that. But I uh, personally think that that's when, a good when idea. we were when we had our idea with uh, Speed Fifty One. I was almost positive if we kept that going for long pro- enough, we would be doing a national anthem of some sort. I think the and problem with I the Canadian don't. one is that I don't know that I know it just like right now. It has to be playing. Mm. And like, let's learn it in French. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. that really throws well, a we fucking wrench do. into my plans let's when they do start the, doing let's that. Do it in <laughs> French, French. Do something. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's just do it in like Spanish. Mm. The Canadian national anthem. El Canado. <laughs> Donde es mi pantalones? Uh, you're wearing where's, shorts, Brad. Where, they're, Thank on you. Your, they're on your quads. <laughs> well, my, maybe my legs are chilly, so I'm looking for my pants. I had the most egregious fucking leg cramp. Um, Sunday morning and makes Brad's a water camper. in your booze yeah, bag. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Jesus and rice. Yeah, uh, to the point where like he if I flex it. my leg just a certain Jesus way, Christ. I can feel it. Uh, <laughs> Rob Kurt, oop, maybe we shouldn't read this one. Oh, okay, we'll, uh, take a brief intermission here. Yeah, I don't know if we should or not. 
Uh, no, we'll switch it up to say that uh, Rob Curtis wants to know um, why there wasn't yellows when there was numerous drivers that were sitting all around the racetrack spun out in the dirt. Yeah, that's a good way to do it, Brad. That's why I let you handle the big jobs. Yeah. Um, um, there was a few things that probably deserved yellows that didn't get them, um, but I don't think it's 100% on the flag, man. I don't think Dave has total control of that. Yeah. It, it One benefit of the doubt track to keep was, in track mind. Track was clear. <laughs> One benefit of the doubt to keep in mind. Which he Oxford. heard that, and every time I see him, he goes, hey, track was clear. <laughs> so shout out Dave Sturgis for listening to us. Benefit of the doubt for anybody um, doing that particular job at Oxford. It is very dark there from time to time. So sometimes... <laughs> It is hard to see that shit. <laughs> Mikey Mayberry calls me this morning. We're talking about super modifieds. And I'm like, hey, man, yeah, just hell of a weekend. Like, the 250 was a great race. He's like, yeah, I didn't get to fucking see it. I'm like, oh, he's like, yeah, I had three lights go out during the race. Now I spent the whole time trying to fucking fix them. <laughs> he's like, you don't think that could have happened Saturday night, any other race, even earlier in the day? Nope, no, nope, biggest show of the year. Three lights go out. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, dang. Sick. <laughs> uh, Perry Webb, congratulations, Bobby. On what? What did I do? I don't know. It's not, I'm not the father. <laughs> uh, Woody, anyone check on the well being of Priest Lightning after that horrific wreck at the Deltona Super Rest Raceplex on Saturday night? Nah, he's fine. Just, just a fucking flesh wound. Yeah. Maybe. Cosmetic. Get it back together. Get him out for points. He, uh, he may be okay. Max Zackham. I don't know. Has he ever asked us a question I think, before? I think, I, think he's, a, I think he's asked one. Is this a first time asker? Maybe. Uh, long time long. caller first type listener <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh whose liver is hurting the most congratulations bobby I, again i'm not the father <laughs> <laughs> i uh I, I mean it it's a toss-up probably between all of us but i i, I feel like today was obviously the, the monday of the 250s or any big race weekend is always yeah. terrible but i don't between know. <laughs> my eyes almost getting like melted together um I just I went out on the golf course today, played eighteen holes with Weeder and Reagan, and I brought a twelve pack of Bud Light that was ice cold from the fucking fridge. I drank one and a half of them, dumped the rest of the half of one out, and just went home. I was like, I, I have no interest in drinking right now. So from like yeah. midday Saturday on, I just felt tired because I hadn't slept. But my race car did absolutely beat the shit out of me this weekend. Like that thing has no room. Um, it's very tight. And there, and then of course we're going around this racetrack three seconds a lot faster than most divisions go around there. So like my knees and leg are bruised, my shoulders are bruised from the belts and the Hans device. I'm like, God damn, it, it is interesting. My ass rocked, like it, no it, it, shit rocked, <laughs> ass kicked. Wow, did I fuck that up? Oh, that was terrible. Good thing Brad doesn't cut and edit you things out of class. Rocked? Is yeah. that what you said? I wanted to say got my shit rocked and ass kicked, and I couldn't. I got jammed in between gears. <laughs> you, you, got your, you got your shit assed or whatever. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> this is this is why everyone's saying congratulations to. Yeah, I'm not Congratu the father. Congratulations on the fucking itchy butt, I guess, <laughs> or whatever. Uh, look, what I meant to say was I got my shit rocked by Bob my own wipes his own ass. That's yeah. what we're getting at. Yeah. Right? It says Scuba Steve, I guess. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. What a weekend, boys. Yeah, man. It was a great time. Oh, Shout I, out to the to the Mayberry family in Oxford. Um, it was a great weekend. Incredible facility. Um, 
Tom Mayberry, Mikey Mayberry, they do an incredible job. I got to talk to Mikey a little bit this weekend and had a good little chat, so that was cool. Um, also, shout out Jason Ricker, um, working with us in the tech area with the the, the tire situation that was uh, absolutely going well, out with got us. bullshit mad at me for driving into Victory Lane after I won, and I'm like, what? What do you mean? Don't drive on Victory? Lane? We just painted it. Who got mad? Jason. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know. Yeah, why would you know that? <laughs> and, and the problem was, I so with our cars, you have to like shift to get them out of gear to be able to stop and shut the engine off. Well, you got to have like the RPMs and the wheel spin like pretty close to get it out of gear or else it doesn't go. It gets jammed up. Well, I normally I can get that car out of gear pretty easily, but I couldn't. So when I did drive to victory lane, I guess Jason was going to like, Hey, no, like run out in front of me and tell me to pull to the side. But he's like, I looked and you were, you were looking down at the ground. I was like, yeah, I couldn't get it out of gear. And he's like, yep, I wasn't running out in front of you after no. that. I saw you looking in your lap because the shifter's down, you know, down by your leg. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, did we ever answer the liver question? Uh, no, I think, I think we're just physically in pain. Oh, okay. Mainly because we're, old. I was going to say Saturday night, Lindsay turned to Leslie. So that was, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> so that was the time, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I I am getting very very scared. Oh my god, I'm scared. Um, Why are we oh scared? god, no. Why okay. are we scared? Yeah. So you know you know how like Bobby's just like oh how Re- Re- Reagan's the remember like did do you remember this type of guy <sighs> drives me insane. Um, the, in the gaggle there was just two videos of me dancing on a broom. So oh gonna you gonna were you were like, uh, I'm gonna pretend you were like Patrick Swayze on that broom. <laughs> I'm gonna throw my phone actually out the window on the way home and just never see those ever again. That is uh, indeed that guy. I did tell everybody um, that Sierra Harris was the entertainment on Friday and Bradley was the entertainment <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good for you. Co-headlining dates. Um, but yeah, no, it was yeah. it was a. Lived it was a up, fun weekend. Lived up to the hype for sure. Mm. Huge crowd. One of the biggest 250 crowds that I can remember. Uh, camping sold out Friday afternoon. Pits were fucking packed. Yeah, mm, 900 yeah. fucking race cars, I think. Um, I think there had to legitimately been close to 10,000 people on the property. Yeah. I mean, they, was, that's not even exaggerating. Yeah, it was awesome to see. And uh, they, they had a, a huge, like a, one of those huge fucking like roll off dumpsters over at like in, where we were camping it. And, this morning when we were getting everything out of there, the fucking thing was rounded right yeah. over. So um, mm-hmm. good times were had for sure. Uh, to reiterate, reiterate what Bobby said to shout out Tom, Mikey Mayberry, they incredible facility, incredible event. Um, it was, had a it's our, of a it's our Super Bowl every year of the yeah. state of Maine. So. And we, we appreciate the, the bullshit that they have to deal with and go through for sure on a weekly basis. And uh, Definitely top three jobs that I wouldn't have wanted to have this weekend is owner, promoter, and tech guy. So shout out to that entire department there because I'm sure that was a long fucking week. Mm. Which is why they take the week before and the week after off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I don't fucking blame them. But, uh, so yeah. what the fuck are we doing next weekend, boys, or this coming weekend, rather? Uh, I think we're back at Barlet on Friday. That's, a, that's Friday, yeah. I think uh, Sunday I'm gonna be able on the uh, on the roof for Russell at the the old Boss Hog race. Cool. I'm gonna be in, uh, I'm gonna be in his cooler. So cool. Hell yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'll be at work. I, I mean, I might also be too. Just I'll be just at, don't tell him. Yeah. I'll, I'll be at, I'll be at work. <clears throat> I had such a grand on old Sunday? time at Wiscasset a couple weeks ago drinking beer. Um, I mean drinking water in the pits at Rusty's trailer. That I'm gonna do it again on Sunday. So mm. Mm. yeah, yeah. Fortunately. Uh, in order for me to get today off, I didn't have enough vacation time, so now I have to work uh, Sunday, and um, and then in order for me to have the days off to go to Talladega, I got to work Monday. So Labor Day weekend, 
You can catch me at the post Monday office. Monday is pretty Labor much, Day? Pretty oh, much. shit. Summer's over, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait, so I get another three-day weekend next week? I think so, yeah. Good for me. Yeah, how's, fuck you. How's bragging camp going? Are you working Labor Day? No. I'm working <laughs> on my race car. <laughs> I got to fix that shit box for fucking uh, Waterford the week after. Fuck. I still got to basically unload everything, too. We just got it to the point where our belongings were in properties that we take care of at some <laughs> at some point or another and it's still just fucking all fired away in trailers that's why i was late tonight because i had texted the group it was like six o'clock recording time and charlie's like ah, i'm probably later than seven i'm like well i've got like two hours worth of shit to do that i don't want to do after we record so yeah. i'm doing it now yeah no we <clears throat> move of the fucking century was Lindsay Lindsay making the call of like hey why don't we just go home tonight like Sunday night, and we'll just come back in the morning and pick all of our shit up. I'm like, ooh, that's wicked tempting because no shower, hadn't really brushed my teeth or anything, and fucking my balls were sticky and stinky and whatever, and I was like, let's just fucking do that. And I, I get in my bed, or our bed, I should say, and I fucking lay down flat on my back. I never lay flat on my back, ever even one time. Woke up in the exact same position like eight yeah, hours so later. I. I was an hour and a half late to work this morning. <laughs> For whatever it's worth, I also went home last night. Yeah. You've been home. Yeah. yeah, you've, yeah. yeah. You've been home all week. Yeah. Amanda got home and home wasn't home yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah, I was, I am fucking beyond ready to go to bed but i had to obviously well i didn't have to but every every monday after the 250 play golf um so went out and played 18 holes of golf loaded went back to oxford picked up the camper brought it back unloaded it and then by the time it was unloaded it was i it was 20 or 30 minutes after your text so i was like i ain't gonna make six gotta do all this shit yeah. so yeah mm. yeah well ready for bed same 50th annual oxford 250 already, is in the books already looking forward to 51 yeah uh, my move will be the same. I will take Thursday, Friday, Monday off. Mm. I will let work know next week that I'm going to need that <laughs> off. Yeah. Um, uh, just a spectacular event. We've said it time and time again. It's our Super Bowl. Um, they knocked it out of the park, I think. It was a fuck of a show. Hectic at the beginning stages of it, like we talked about. A lot of wrecks, a lot mm. of carnage, a lot of uh, storylines going on there. Cole Butcher passed every race car on the property a couple times, I think. And um, back-to-back champ. <laughs> Yeah, if you, were, if you were in his heat race or you were in the Oxford 250, you got passed by Cole Butcher at yeah. some point. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say you might be entitled to financial compensation. Uh, you also may have yeah. run into by Cole Butcher at some point. But, well, uh, him, moving, him moving Joey, that's BFP on BFP violence, and we just we can't have that. Yeah, but, uh, he did it politely, though. He did the, like, Joey was a little free him. and, like, get him, with the, get him with the headlight, get him fucked up, drag yeah. race him down the straightaway, which is, that's how you had to do it. It just, <clears throat> when you have your right front through the guy's left rear window, Mm. that's probably too much. Mm. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, if you've never done the Oxford 250, though, and you listen to us, think about making it happen, especially now where uh, where I looked like I was never going to race an Oxford 250 weekend ever again, and now it seems like we'll be there again next year for sure. So To, to race? Oh, well, with, with, the, the, with the Supers. With the, yeah, with Supers. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I think just with our camp alone, we ended up bringing three people, well, four if you count the baby, uh, that had never been to an Oxford 250 ever. We brought Mason Dunn. He'd probably been to one before, just in a different state. Like he was in your ball bag still. Oh, yeah, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, how long did the, how I long thought did you meant Mason? I was like, oh. Mason absolutely was not in my ball bag at any point in time. Um, <laughs> Could have been. But no, Chase had his first uh, Oxford 250 experience. It was the 50th one, and uh, he slept through every single lap of it. So great little baby he is. Mason Dunn experienced his first Oxford 250. Uh, Justin Thomas and his wife, Amanda, experienced their first Oxford 250 um, all the way out from Michigan, and Mason coming up from Virginia. So bringing some pals up north here to uh, – help keeping these racetracks going so pretty cool um excited for next year like bob said yeah is that episode 234 that that sure is are we gonna see him next tuesday we are gonna see you next tuesday race car race car here we go race car